This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. start whenever oh okay things are recording now things are happening wheels are spinning things are happening welcome Mm -hmm. to my worst state i'm cassie i'm keegan i'm christina i mean we might as well go ahead and do that i don't know if i like doing it at the top i'll be honest okay i feel weird about it like i don't like this i don't like how we do this (laughs) i don't like change (laughs) okay 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 cut that out it's it's fine i'm Um, just saying just me personally so i was on reddit the other day and i found this funny thing that i'm not sure i want to I kind of was thinking about saving it for the shorty, but it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. Okay. It's not really a shorty date thing. But anyway, it says, what was the most creative way you left a bad date early? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> and this person I need put, ideas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please. This Do you have wrote, an answer to that? Um, Actually, no. I've, I don't think I've, I do either. I've yeah. sat through the bitter oh, fucking yeah. end. Yeah. A sufferer as well. <laughs> this person. So she says... Uh, well, I didn't technically see it, but it must have been a pretty bad. I had, I work at a hospital and I answered a call on the, on the ward from a patient's son. He asked how his mom was going, uh, doing, I'm assuming, uh, then asked if he could, if I could call him back in a few minutes because he was losing reception. I called him back and a woman answered. I said, hello, this is damnation 182 from Reddit hospital is <laughs> XXX there. <laughs> she passed the phone over to the same man I spoke to, um, <laughs> spoke to a few minutes earlier and gave him a quick rundown. Uh, and he said, thank you and hung up. Didn't think anything of it until the next day when I saw, uh, the patient's son on the ward, he thanked me for calling him back because he was apparently on the worst date he'd ever been on. And the woman wouldn't stop talking about her ex-boyfriends. All of their flaws and how much she had, uh, how much she hates men. He apparently called from the bathroom, went back and left his phone on the table. Then when he went to the bar to get drinks, I called. The bad date answered, and he uh, he had told his mom, told her his mom had been in a car accident and he had to go ASAP. His mom was in uh, for a routine tonsillectomy. <laughs> Bravo, sir. <laughs> That's so well done. That's a good one. I never think to do that. I just I I'm. I I don't know. I don't know if it's the, it's the woman in me or whatever where we're built to just like tolerate things. I just feel even <laughs> when someone's being terrible, I don't know, maybe it's like a profound like abundance of empathy yeah. or something, but even when someone's being like awful mm-hmm. in general unless i guess you were like overtly like racist or something. Sure. Yeah. But if you're just being generally bad or like I, I you're just not my cup of tea i think i just feel so i would feel so bad and guilty I about like scared. making up a lie to leave like yeah. i, I would just scared. feel bad i feel scared i'd get caught i feel scared that and then that would yeah. be even worse yeah, yeah i'm always like i'm like eh what's a half an hour yeah. you know like how yeah. long does it take to get through a drink and then you can extricate yourself like and then you know i've got a copy paste like Hey, thanks, no thanks, kind of thing. That yeah. it's just it's so much easier to to do it that way than I feel like trying to learn how to text under the table to your yeah. friend, which is like a crazy skill. Yeah. Well, I know um, that they 
they as as if I'm talking about a specific person. But, you know, there was that whole trope in like the 90s of, hey, I'm going on this date with this guy. Call me in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I don't know anyone who's actually done that. Do you? I also don't know if it would actually work because it's so well known Played of a out. trope yeah. that yeah, people would be like it would only really? work if the hospital yeah, called okay. you back really? yeah <laughs> and then she answered the phone yeah and right. also why I, why the fuck are you answering, answering my phone, phone sir right ma'am. on a first yeah. date <laughs> that's weird right that is yeah, weird no don't I touch don't, my phone i don't like that it's weird also i'm such a weirdo that i'm not leaving my phone at the table with you though <laughs> so like if i'm going to the bar my phone's coming with yeah. me yeah yeah i'm not leaving it at the table with that strange lady yeah, unless maybe he was like, hey, if my phone rings, just grab it. I don't know. God bless the iPhone 10 and it's like face recognition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, good fucking luck getting that open. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> okay. when, when it's ringing, you don't need it to be open, right? You can just answer it. Like, I think it. that's true. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't oh, have really? to unlock. Do you I don't call think. you real quick and see? You can test this theory. <laughs> test oh, it yeah, right now. Like, don't actually, because I let me make sure. Oh, I did actually remember Ooh. to put it on silent for once. Look, Look at you. you being so a fancy. Okay. No I, I have something that I feel like we need to discuss. Okay. So there's been a rumor for a long time and Cassie, you might know this. Not that I want to bring them up all the time, unless you want to tweet at the Daily Zeitgeist and, the Daily and tell Zeitgeist. them, you know, to pay attention to. Um, I feel like sometimes they listen to us because I swear to you, Jack says, says stuff. Sometimes I'm like, actually, okay, you know what? Sir. Listeners, <laughs> do it. Tweet at the Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah. If, if everyone, if everyone who listens to us does it, we talk about them enough. Get get us on their show. So tweet at them and recommend at Worst Date Pod on Twitter. Oh my god. But, I want to be on that show so bad. I know. Me too. I, I've wanted to be on that show yeah. for fucking like so long. But anyway, anyway. not the point. <laughs> I was listening though uh, today and they were talking about how there's been this rumor for a while and this might be a hot take and I know people are going to cancel me for this. Some people, but Uh-oh. Leonardo DiCaprio has great actor, fantastic yeah. actor, always seemed like a, a bit of a tool. Like he seems like a womanizer and uh-huh. kind of a dick yeah um he there's been a rumor for a long time that he listens to music in his airpods AirPods, yeah yeah and like vapes during sex he keeps his airpods in he's like i can't be bothered to speak (laughs) during sex okay i need okay i need to discuss this because i feel like that is so fucking rude i am so 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 glad that you brought that up because one of my (laughs) biggest turn-ons is actually like fucking to music. Sure, I, I love think it. That's fair. I love it. Speaker, but I would love to share that. Yeah. To well, what's wrong with you that you just leave your AirPods? <laughs> maybe he's in. listening to. Well, they were like, maybe he's listening to a podcast. He's listening to MGM, <laughs> MGMT, <laughs> which I love, by the way. Which I love, but I'm also like, there's something weird about you alone you listening alone. to like fucking electric feel in your yeah. AirPods while it's, you're fucking. It's very <laughs> isolating. And then I'm sorry, like I vape. Not during sex. No, that's that's a hard. That's, there's a certain wait, amount of entitlement that I feel like goes. Like, yeah, is there so, a like, certain amount of disregard for the other person? Yeah, to just it almost be like, feels masturbatory. Yes. Yeah, like you're just you're here to service yeah. me. Yeah, Love word. just that's get what it. This is for get one of those like flashlights and, and be day. done with it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to feed it. He's also like <laughs> he's also like, but this is a hot model doing but, it. But so. I'm I bet I only fuck models in their twenties. Yeah, he literally like only fucks models in in their 20s but you know the weird thing was on the daily zeitgeist they were talking about how it's something like 17 percent of people have sex with 
their AirPods in. No, that's no. not weird. Where did they get right. that survey? I don't believe that. I don't if like that. anyone fucked me with AirPods in, are you kidding You're gonna me? pull those things out and throw are them across the room. This shit is well, unacceptable. Like, we would be stopping immediately because I'd be like, is, are you for real right now? And you know what like, they said the on the here. show was like, they were like, maybe people are doing it because like they want to listen to their music oh. and other people, like the other people will have their own headphones in listening to their music. But then I'm like, then you're on different rhythms. Yeah. yeah. Which seems yeah. not good like and for sex. the point of sex is connection. Right. And you're literally severing that connection. And that is probably one of the most depressing things I've ever heard. Because yeah, seventeen percent like, is enormous. Too many. That's it's a too lot. many. And I'm like, yeah, like fucking to music, great. Yeah, fantastic. It's but it's a wonderful. shared experience. That's what exactly. listening to music is, and having sex. That's what that is. You're putting putting those things together, which makes sense. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. But also, that just made me like with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. I was already like. On the fence, mm. and then I heard that, and I was like, "No, it's a I know." Hard pass. Fence. <laughs> just, just last week, we were talking about respectful king Keanu Reeves, oh, and I'm mm. just like, "You put those two side by side, oh, God, and I'm just not like, even not even close, not even close." I mean, and Leonardo DiCaprio is the better actor, but that doesn't yeah. mean I want to. I don't want to fuck him. <laughs> no, not even a little. I actually hot take. I'll hot take, and so you guys can all cancel me. I have 100 percent never thought he was cute. Oh, okay. Ooh, that is a hot all take. Right. I never. I, I thought Titanic. Titanic. Nope. Leo was cute to me. Nope. I liked all the. T- I liked all of them. He always seemed squinty, and I didn't like his little boy face. <laughs> oh. What else do we have going on? I saw oh. like a lot of our um, people on Facebook was tar- were talking about Bachelorette. Oh my gosh, season. Oh, I didn't watch it at all. Dear. So oh, really? okay, okay, and I'm not gonna say anything, but I have it at work, so yeah. I can watch ahead. Ooh, so I have watched ahead. Uh-oh. Girl, Uh-oh. I know who's going to hometowns. <gasps> oh, oh my God! Are you spilling the tea no. on our break? Can't I? Cannot. cannot. Oh. oh, oh, but yes, no, I cannot. Uh, I cannot <laughs> share that information. But there is a guy on The Bachelorette this season who like Luke, right? There, yeah, there's always a villain. Yeah, you know, there's always a villain. They set it up that way. Yeah, but this guy is. It, it so actually extra. it is giving me anxiety yeah. because you're like real time watching this woman get like conned and gaslit. Oh Jesus! And like he's that kind. This is of, why I can't watch that show. He's that kind of gaslighter where like he will straight up say something and then in his next breath say he didn't say it and act oh like he's being victimized. Oh, oh, I, hate and, oh. I hate him already. Yes, oh, it's, it's... Fucking hate him And already. he's like managed to trick her oh, like I, up until, you know, this point. So Yeah, and the, the other guys are getting like really fucking oh, upset. They are so mad. Yeah. These men, and honestly, I get it. And it's like it almost brought all the men together because like the men are like banding together against this one guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just yeah. like, like we've had enough of you yeah they're like man we just need to stay strong just we gotta hang in there isn't that a red flag though like honestly like not all of us are in like a bachelor bachelorette situation or whatever but like when a group of of random people all come together and they're like this one person's a Mm -hmm. fucking psycho and she's said that to him she's like why does no one in the house like you like i don't understand it and then he'll like make up shit but what i always think on that show is if i was the i would like to believe this i really would and i've always said this if i was the bachelorette or the bachelor because there's always fucking drama right the bachelor the bachelor always gets caught between 
fucking two people feuding or whatever. My philosophy on that show, I think, really would be like, if you are causing drama, get the fuck out. Because you have... 20 something men on that show. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you have one who's consistently causing problems, just get him yeah. out. Yeah. You know, but like, here's the other thing, though. It's like reality TV is yeah. just like, I'm sure uh, the producers right. are like, absolutely. No. The producers are definitely, definitely. <laughs> they're like, definitely in her ear. Like, I've heard that they do like wild shit that they're like, you know, Luke was overheard like saying how much he loved you. Oh, like, for you know sure. what I mean? Like, oh, they like, like do absolutely. some twisty but this shit. This guy on like date like the first date that she goes on. They go on a date and it's like, um, it's a drag queen fashion show. So they've got uh, some of the people from RuPaul's Drag Race and Miss J from, um, Miss J Mm -hmm. from America's Next Top Model. And they're doing a like pageant kind of show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's the first date they go on. And he walks out and says, I just want to tell you that I'm falling in love with you. Okay. Okay. In front of all the other guys. And all the other guys are like, what the fuck? Okay. And they straight up tell her, they're like, listen, we all like you a lot, but we just met you. You don't think that's weird that he's like, I'm falling in love with you? Oh, I would think it's weird. I'd be like, like get the fuck out. Like, do you, that just (laughs) made my skin crawl. Red flag city. You hate that that so much. City. I do. I do. But you should. It's weird. It's It's very weird. Yeah, that would don't also, yeah. know me and it's weird that it people is. that that do that so quick end up well, with a say, host of other really weird behaviors and what it would yeah. say to me like on a tv show mm-hmm. is that like you are trying so hard to stay on this show like that's yeah. what it would feel like to me yeah, like you're either being super fake you're fake because right. you don't mean There's what no you're way. saying or you're right. insane or, or you're insane yeah i don't which want is worse no no i'm gonna choose neither yeah, no <laughs> no normal person and so he is the type of guy I, I never thought i'd be this person talking about the bachelorette like this but he is the type of guy who like gets upset like upset whenever she's like you're on the bachelorette she's with other guys, you're on a group date. Yeah. And he gets like mad mm. when she's with other people oh, or she. Yeah. Like yeah. That. It's that's it's, the reddest of red flags mm, right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Like shit. Anyway, sir, P, I don't go I home. don't know if you know where you're at right now. <laughs> <laughs> you literally signed up to be in a competition <laughs> with other men for for one woman. There's one woman. There. Yeah. 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 So this might not be for you. This might not be for you. <laughs> yikes yikes you got some updates for us don't you zombies i do well we were talking beforehand about what like a fucking crazy week this has been for all three of us it's just crazy week i think for everybody because what i saw on something was that they were do they said that not only was like mercury in retrograde but like mars was in i don't fucking know like it was i felt that i fucking felt that dude i had to pay 700 dollars on my car on monday Oof. Like have it fixed. It was just like Jesus. Sixteen twenty six was my oh, final bill. Oh Lord! Yeah. Ouch. yeah, yeah, yeah. On your car. On top yeah. of your insurance, you had to pay extra, or you just no, had to pay the the insurance deductible? plus the the rental car. Oof. Oh so, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But why is living so expensive? No, Jesus. Quick question. I, I like fart twenty two dollars. But so I don't know because uh, this is kind of my first go rounds with with this kind of thing so maybe the listeners can help me out if there's something going on with the universe or if it's the time of year 
But I thought summer was like single time. Right. But right, this we are week, out, single bingo. outside of cuffing season, what's happening? This week I had not one, not two, but three zombies resurface. I don't like that. We had return of Stabler. And I don't like that. Yeah. The, I mean, uh, why? how many times is this guy going to resurface? Really? I know. Good Sorry, my Lord. cat is losing his fucking mind. He really is He's like so banana sandwich right now. Um, then we had the return of the medic wanted oh, to no. come back, wanted another chance. No, no. Right. But why? Exactly. But why? But sir? why? But, but why? why? Honestly, this is ridiculous. So the medic, and, didn't he have like a live in girlfriend situation that yeah. wasn't a girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, You're yeah. not okay. on the bachelor. You don't need that no. kind of competition, <laughs> no, sir. Not. Like I'm not holding up my hand for a rose no no i i don't care and then this this other dude face who doesn't even have a moniker because we never even met oh jesus but literally like december is when we like matched and we're talking and we couldn't line up a time to meet and then so you were like like, deuces for deuces for real because all he all he wanted to do was like be like and he was the one. I think I showed you some of his texts because they were explicit. Oh, with a filthy guy. Yeah, filthy, filthy guy. guy. Yeah. Hey, but wasn't Stabler also a filthy guy? Stabler is also a filthy guy. Shit. Wow. But yeah, no, you that's filthy guys. That's the when I put the the moratorium on texting explicitly with anyone until I've met them, at yeah. least. Okay. Totally. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, a. I kind of feel like. Listen, do your thing. This is just what works for me. Okay? Mm-hmm. I I like dirty texts. It's yeah. entertaining and it just gets as much as I like a dirty book. Turns me on. Exactly. And it's like it's fun. Speaking of, I'm sharing one with you in a minute. Yes. Yeah. So, but the problem is is when you do that before you meet somebody, the meeting becomes anticlimactic. Right. You've fucking drained you, all the you, magic you and the all of the all of the tension out of it because you've already done all this other stuff yeah so that's number one number two is if you meet them and they're a goblin you <laughs> like what are you gonna do you're <laughs> like well uh, i've already sent you all of my nudes <laughs> exactly you know all of my fantasies exactly yeah. and i'm like there goes another goblin out in the world with naked pictures of me <laughs> and the fact that you know I like to be choked a little, you know, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> oh, come on. Who among us? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm like, okay, after no shame in that choking game. Exactly. That's no. <laughs> a little, a little, a little. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't, don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. Don't leave marks. Well, but like, well, <laughs> not like that. Not, not like there. That. Well, yeah. Well, you guys remember I had to oh, wear shit. turtlenecks like all yeah. last year. Yeah, I that, remember. That wasn't for that, was it? <laughs> no, it was hickeys. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm sorry. If a man is choking you strong enough to leave a mark, that's no. more than a little. Yeah. Like, we need yeah, yeah, to yeah. pull it back. Yeah, we need to have a combo. <laughs> I know no, what she meant, it was, it was, yeah, it was bites yeah. and hickeys. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's hot. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I don't know what it what it was because I thought summer, y'all were supposed to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. And we were all supposed to live <laughs> Get our off lives. My jock, please. Exactly. But three in a week. Yeah. Just this week. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, how do you feel about it? 
not oh, oh fucking ambivalent at best you yeah know? <laughs> you're like i'm mm, like it's I'm summer good. i'm like i'm taking dance classes now with my yes. girl high five and yes. we're still fucking sore so fun i'm to doing be rock climbing today. soccer <laughs> we were supposed to be rock climbing but that's okay we'll, we'll do it we'll next on, week we'll hop on that yeah. horse we'll do it next week so we got rock climbing dance class soccer we've got Shit living our best lives getting our groups like, back are you doing soccer saturday yeah yeah let's yeah. do it i'll do it with you awesome yeah 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 cool 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 cool. so yeah i don't i don't know if listeners know like why zombies are creeping up on summer if it's if that's like a thing and i don't know anything about it please educate me it has been very like june gloomy for the last like several months maybe 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 people are like because i did look at the um calendar we're recording this on the 20th and i looked at the calendar and i was like oh tomorrow's the first day of summer and it really doesn't feel like that because there's only been like a couple of days weekend where i got sunburnt by the way so i'm peeling skin off of my boobs yeah mine are too (laughs) so it's just i maybe it's like they're they're like internal clocks are all fucked up because yeah, the weather know. here has been so jacked for the yeah. last like couple months they're like i don't even know they're like, like, I don't, is it going? summer I don't like know. i don't i feel like putting the a sweater on coming. maybe we need to snuggle it's the like, holiday season yeah exactly so i'm just like mm, i don't i don't know i think that's a good theory but yeah i i i turned them all yeah. down good for you yeah, yeah yeah no need for that shit no no there's no reason to dig up old bones no no, no. they're reason. buried for a reason yeah hey guys no autopsy is needed <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> we're good uh we have a new patron oh we do yeah Yes, yes, yes. So her name is Callista Harper. Ooh. I know. Callista Harper. I know. That sounds very romance novel. That actually sounds like, like it it. sounds very literary, doesn't it? It does. Um, It does sound literary. So thank you so much, Callista, for joining our Myward State family. We are so happy to have you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in the good old uh, Spokane, Washington this week, so I have plenty to share at the end of the episode about what I watched, read, and all the things, but I read literally two books. I watched like five different things. Jesus. Dude, I was like, I'm not leaving my Airbnb. I'm going (laughs) to sit in my Airbnb. Yeah, you texted us some some horror stories. No, and nothing. I mean, Spokane is a great city. Um, so yeah, but it just was like one of those things where it's like the neighborhood I was in was just on the edge of the sketch. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it was like literally like one block over. It was like fucking the coolest area. It was like real close to the riverfront, but Mm -hmm. anyway, so, um, but yeah, I just kind of hold up in my room and it's funny because Kelly from Boobies and Newbies, you know, that she's always, I love listening to her podcast but i actually caught the book that they were reading this week in the descriptor before i listened to it and i was like Ooh. and so i'm like i don't like to some it's weird i know it's a weird thing but sometimes when they do this this the the show sometimes i'm like oh i don't want to read that book but i was like oh, i'm gonna read the book this time before i listen oh. and it was called faking miss right I kind of liked it. Oh, send it to me. I, it's on Kindle. I it's will totally Kindle? send it okay. to you. Who, who yeah. wrote it? Oh, shoot. Sorry. I just pulled it, put it away. That's um, okay. Faking Ms. Ray. It was actually really fucking good. I flew through it in like a day and a half. Oh, good. So it was really, I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, shoot. I can't, hold on. Sorry. I got to find it. It's uh, Claire Kingsley. Oh, okay. okay. It sounded like one that the last time I was on Boobies and Newbies with uh-huh. my other podcast, 
we read one and it, it sounded like one by the same author oh, and that okay. one was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I know that she'd said like when I listened that she'd read a few yeah. of her books before um, Claire Kingsley, but I, yeah. I'm telling you it was good. It was so good that it was like, okay, I'm ready. I need another one. Nice. I actually read Beautiful Stranger too. And if you want something fucking hot, Good God, that book has maybe some of the best sex scenes well, okay. I have ever read. I was like, well, oh, oh I think we need a round two on boobies and newbies just no, because I yeah. fucking ruined. Yeah, I want to talk Listen, about it. Though, like, <laughs> that book. That, I mean, it wasn't entirely your fault. Because, <laughs> well, listen, you did want a bodice ripper, but her I did. There, there are good, I'm, I have no doubt that there are like good erotic I think bodice better. ripper novels. Like, Let's I, love the the I love the will they, won't they, I the do. contemporary. I love that. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't blame you entirely because we <laughs> had no so way sweet. of, we had no way of knowing that. Yeah there was going to be so much happening. So guys, if you haven't listened to our episode of Boobies and Newbies, I don't know which one it is, but go back through her archives if you want to hear what we're talking about. But this movie, or this book, had everything. Oh, yeah. It was like fucking... What were there? There was zeppelins. Yep. Yeah. There were vampires. There yeah. were ghosts. There were ghosts. There was a werewolf. There apparently. was apparently there was a werewolf. You know what? There was wasn't a though. A lot of sex. Sex. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> was nope. the problem. Nope. You know what? I've I've decided because um, Kelly talks a lot about how she really likes the contemporary novel, and I find myself kind of going toward the contemporary because I love. I do love the, the the will they won't they like that part of the like tension building. See, I Ooh, I you, love that. I love that, that so much yeah. that that's why like period pieces appeal to me a lot. I think just you'd like because, the contemporary ones yeah, because yeah. I feel like they're a little bit better about. But no, I hear what you're saying, Christina, because like for me, a lot of those like 18th century novels, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. Wuthering Heights is one of my favorite books. Oh, that's and the that ultimate. Entire, I've never read that that oh. entire book is Will They, Won't They? Yeah. And I feel like it's almost like more extreme because of the social customs of the time where they're like right. not allowed to either. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. like contemporary, it's like you're allowed to, but is there like, gu- is it going to happen or not? Well, I you think know? that's right. what some of the books do kind of like try to put that, 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 that element element into it like ooh he's my boss ooh i definitely shouldn't he's my rival he's my sure sure you know, yeah 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 I mean? like they do try to put I like that them both. elements of the i mean like i hate this person you're like okay okay sure you do yeah they do they do ride that line nice oh uh, yeah no but you'll like it faking misery and then i'm telling you Beautiful Stranger. Beautiful Stranger. Okay. It's like I'm checking it out. second novel in like a series of novels. It's like beautiful bastard, beautiful, all the beautiful such and such. But okay. the, it's the second book. And I'd read the first one like probably like two years ago. My ex. And I kind of was like, meh. used to tell me all the time that I needed to start writing Fuck romance you should, novels. Dude. Hell yeah. Dude. If you read, if you write something like Beautiful Stranger, I will hawk that shit and quit my job. I'll be like, <laughs> You're just gonna be a newsie. Yeah, handing out extra, extra. Read all about it. Oh man. Oh, speaking of literary novels. Ooh, yes. Fuck Mary Kill. What are we gonna do? do? Some guys from. I think we should do guys, (gasps) male. Yes. Male yes. characters. Male characters. Okay. Maybe our favorite. It's our summer for, read like, Kills. series. Ooh, yeah. 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 A little summer reading. Well, we talked about Wuthering Heights. I got to do Heathcliff. Oh. That's like a oh, crush from right way back. I know. Really he did. Really split in there. She uh, snuck right under you. <laughs> snatched it out. Oh, I don't know. You, you know, know what? You know what? what? If, that's, if that's yours, I, I actually have. You have a backup? I have a backup. It's soups weird. Oh. But I'll throw it in. Okay. Okay. 
Oh no! I'm oh, like, that's like all of her fucking twist <laughs> you over look here. Terrifying. I know. I'm so. nervous. <laughs> okay, so it's it's technically not a book, but a graphic novel series. Okay, it's The Sandman by oh, Neil Gaiman. Okay. I, I've read some of those. Yes. So Morpheus, King of Dreams. I don't know. We're going. Like. Oh, right, pull, him, pull him up. You, yeah, you yeah. look him up while I. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for the brooding Morpheus, King of Dreams. Okay. I am, uh, I, I'm such a dork. Yeah. It's very dorky choice. Okay. I'm sticking with it. There All you right. go. Um, and then are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do Heathcliff then. Yes. Right on. I've never read Wuthering Heights, but I've, I've seen that movie in oh, have a you? few old iterations. So I okay. think I can keep up. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So my favorite literary male character is actually from Great Expectations. <gasps> is it Pip? Of course Pip it's Pip. Pip was my backup. That was who I was going to pick if I, if I didn't do Heathcliff. I don't think he is who I'm going to choose. It is okay. my favorite male literary okay. character. It is. I fucking Great Expectations is one of my favorite books. So good. Ever, 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 ever. Um, ooh, I like him. He's I like little, his, he's a little cure-ish. He's you know, very cure. Doesn't he look like he's from The Cure? For sure. Looks like he's from the cure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about his character, though. Yeah. So that's he, well, he's he's very he's very brooding. He's very responsible. He goes through his character arc of learning how to let go of his duty and actually like he finds what is humanity. His duty? He uh he Sorry. runs runs the kingdom of dreams. Okay. So like um his sister who you see pictured there is death. Okay. He's modeled after Tori Amos, I think, actually. Oh, you've oh. been better shit. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to fuck all this up. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I've been talking about uh, fuck me books, and I'm going to fucking go Christian Gray. I know. <laughs> Hot fucking take. Bum, 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 bum. This is the most amazing fuck, Mary kill ever. We have Christian Gray <laughs> from Fifty Shades. We have the Sandman from the graphic novels, and we have fucking Heathcliff from Withering <laughs> Like. <laughs> You know, you know what? Like, this is impossible to me, and like, not in the good way that I usually am. Like, this is impossible. No, let's break like, them, break them down because okay. each of the three characters, if they I'm going to be honest, they're all issues. three problematic. Yes, of who they the are. fuck do you marry out of those? Because they're all anti-heroes. They I, I think I want to go last on this one because I need to hear more about Morpheus. Okay, all right. Yeah, Although I do cause... love that like Arcade Fire song. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, 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 okay. Okay, I'm okay, going okay. to. This is gonna unpopular opinion. Okay. Do it, girl. I'm gonna. Mine's gonna be an unpopular opinion. Oh I fucking my threw out Christian Gray. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is really hard. I cannot believe him. <sighs> Do it, girl. Okay, I I am going to. I'm going to marry Heathcliff. Okay. He is problematic, but his anger. I feel like just stems from the fact that he loves me so much. Which <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, is that sounds it's problematic. So problematic. It's insane. <laughs> I, like I want to live on the 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 moors. I want I want I I don't know. That's that book put such a print on my heart mm-hmm. at such an early age that I, I read it's it. It kind of fucks me up it, in relationships a little bit. <laughs> I read that book and I was so sad when I was done reading it that mm-hmm. this is like an embarrassing young person thing to do because I was probably like 15. I slept with it in my bed for Aww. the next like three nights. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I, don't want it I was like, <laughs> it's such I love that a good book, book so much. 
I mean, now I got to read it. Yeah. It's, I own it. you're going to be like, right. yeah, like, especially the ending. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, what I happened? across the room. Maybe as an adult, I think if I was reading it as a first time as an adult, I'd be like, what in the fucking fuck? But to read it at like an impressionable yeah, age. Maybe you should just skip yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just skip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just watch the movie again. Yeah. It's but, but, um, it from afar. Exactly. Yeah. But then I think I am going to, I'm going to fuck an otherworldly being. I'm going to fuck Morpheus. Okay. I really am. He's got that like gothic trench coat kind of sad boy vibe. That you I love. love a sad boy. I love a sad boy, and Christian Grey is a sad boy too. But yeah, they're all Mor- sad boys. Morpheus, like he's he's not human. He's so Glenn he Danzig can, thing he can do always other go things for the otherworldly. Yeah, I mean he's got a Glenn Danzig thing going on. Yeah, little, little okay. <laughs> so I don't know. You really you did throw a wrench in it for me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, yeah, I'll fucking. Oh, we let's just go with the easy one. We know you're going to kill Christian Grey. Well, okay. Well, oh, okay. Y- yes, I think I am. I know you are. You hate him so bad. I really, really do. I and know, like, I see you loathe the character. I, I know. Just and I hate him. Do you know what so I wish? Much. I really wish that um, he's dude, problematic dude, as fuck. Dude, face it. from Sons of Anarchy had played oh, Charlie he, Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, my birthday mm-hmm. twin. Mm-hmm. He's hot. Yeah. It's your birthday. I, I feel like we should know each other. I will say that, that uh, Jamie he's Dornan. So nice. Jamie Dornan. We want to talk problematic characters. Um, Jamie Dornan in the fall. Oh, well, shit. oh my That's god! Totally different- I I felt so bad fuck, for like right? being very turned on when right? he was on screen. Dude, I was like, it's the least feminist thing I've ever done. Is be like he's so, so between like him, him and Gillian Anderson in that film. I was like, oh she's my, hot. she yes. is so flipping hot so in hot. that, dude. If we and do some old sexual- spice women at some point. She's she got to be on that fucking list. Their sexual Phenomenal. tension, too, in that is like... Yeah. And you know they're never going to fuck, but you're like, the sexual tension is at, a, at 11. Yeah. But... This um, one goes all the way to 11. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the Christian Grey character. I just don't like him. It's fine. So I'm probably going to kill him. I mean, I get it. Hot, kinky, seems cool. But no, I'm going to kill him. I think mine's going to be the same as yours, to be honest, because yeah. I think of the two, I'm not going to marry Morpheus because I've read a handful of those and I really enjoy them. Yeah, um, things but don't, he's don't too, happen well for his wives, and actually. He's too sad. Like, there's yeah. like a level of sad that I'm just like, I can't get beyond this, like, God, melancholy, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just like that. I can't marry you. He's soups sad. Too sad. He's a cure song. I mean, he's almost too sad. Song. He's yeah. almost too sad to fuck, honestly. Oh. Like, that's what that's what threw a wrench in it for me is like, I hate Christian Grey, but he'd probably be more fun for a night. Yeah. But I just can't get around it. So I just feel like if you fuck Morpheus, like you get to see, see the end of times. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? True, you're, true. You're, you're like on a different parallel. True, yeah. true, true. Like, okay. fuck, when do I Fair. land? You're like, I've split into nine million pieces. <laughs> and, you know, Heathcliff, while problematic, certainly, I feel like th- it, it's not as much that like Heathcliff is problematic, although he is, as it is that their relationship is super, super toxic. It's toxic. So it's like, 
maybe I mean, he's if got you get anger him, issues. I mean, for sure. But like, maybe if you get him into a healthier environment, <laughs> I could change him. You know, <laughs> change him. Maybe I can fix Heathcliff. You know, like maybe I can get him into some, you know, anger management therapy. <laughs> We can work through this together. You I just mean, need to see a psychologist. I think it's kind of funny that we all pick fix me ups. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot yeah, of fixer men, uppers. I feel like mm-hmm. there are a lot of fixer upper men in literature, though. Yeah. I feel like that's a big part of it. I mean, Pip is also mm. like you know he's got that unrequited puppy dog sad boy love thing yeah you know i should have chose pip no 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 this is good this was good this made it hard honestly because i was like i i cannot i cannot kill morpheus but i came soups close because i was like i would really enjoy fucking christian gray what if toys that you i fucked both christian gray and morpheus that's not how this works works. you yelled us last time when we went to friend mr Um, rogers remember this yes Yes. you did remember this you said no you all right but yeah so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that you did make it harder because if you'd picked pip i would have married yeah you know perfect so you did you did make it harder and by you picking morpheus even though i love those books and his physical appearance is exactly what I would have gone for in like yeah high You're school. Like, yeah, eighteen year old me wants him so hard. Yeah, <laughs> but you know I came super close to killing to killing him and and picking Christian Grey. But yeah, I'm gonna oh. stick with my guns on it. All right, guys. So I just want this to be on the record as saying, like. I get it that E.L. James is not a literary masterpiece. And I feel like we've talked about this before. We have. Mm-hmm. I I feel as though I need to come back and say that Charles Dickens' Great Expectations <laughs> is one of my favorite books. Yeah. And I can understand the difference between a well-written book yes. and a book that makes me want to fuck everything alive. Yeah, sure. sure. So Absolutely. I I love just in the in the essence of of in the um defense of Right. E.L. James and uh, Fifty Shades. Look, we all get it. He is a problematic character. There's been a lot of fucking shitty they're, ass they're problematic, problematic But they're all like Heathcliff. Throughout time. Morpheus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're all problematic. Yeah. yeah. I will not marry Christian Grey, but I am going to fuck him. Bow, chick, bow, bow. I am going to fuck him. <laughs> He's going to want to marry me, but I'm just going to fuck him. Well, yeah, you're, you're not I as dumb as Anastasia. So no, you're, no, <laughs> you're, no. You're fine. He couldn't handle it. And, no, he will. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be writing me letters still. And I'll, I'll be like, he'll zombie. He'll, he'll show up. He'll I'll be like, like sir, you up. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah sir. I can come pick you up in my helicopter. <laughs> sir. No, no. Um, he can buy me an Audi, though. Yeah, I mean, Christian Grey could be a good sugar daddy. You guys have really sold Morpheus and Heathcliff so well that I kind of just want to stay single. If that's <laughs> play the I know. field, really, like I don't want to marry either yeah, of them. I'm a little I, nervous. I don't like you with either of them. If I'm honest, yeah, I I don't like sad people. No, oh, no, and you and Heathcliff would just throw things well, at each like, other. Oh my god, would be bad. <laughs> It really would be the most volatile. Yes, you know thing what? Ever. I could put up with a Christian Grey because he'd think he had control over me, but mm-hmm. secretly we would know. Just like everything, I would be you topping could from probably, bottom. You could probably put him I, in his place. I like you married to him. I, actually, I'm gonna marry him. I'm going to top him from the bottom. You got it. And um, listen, just I make sure bef- that. before you get into I it. Love that. Before you, you like get into it, yeah, just make yeah. sure that he you. Knows. Um, he knows who's in charge here. Don't have an insurance policy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
If he falls oh, out of a oh, helicopter, really? Really? he falls he out of a helicopter. Okay. Yeah. okay, Morpheus. Calm down. <laughs> Just Insurance saying. policies. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just um, saying. Okay, well, in that case, then I'm going to fuck Morpheus because I agree. I feel like it's a different plane. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm I, here for the Morpheus mm-hmm. plus two. It really hits that Danzig, like uh, misfits bone. Yeah, for me, that it punk is. Life is, bone. is punk. It's. I mean, it was written in the very late eighties oh, in New York. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so got you all like over. Morpheus it. is who I'm gonna fuck. I yeah. see that. And I. It's okay. I think we know that I'm gonna kill Heathcliff. It, yeah. I think we you would even if even if it was push on him purpose. off the moors. Yeah, I would. I'd be like. He fell. You two are going to get to fighting. Has anybody like, seen Heathcliff? I've I've yeah. not seen him for days. Really? Listen, and people died the all the starts. People died all the time call. back then. Yeah. They just it's fell right. off their horses, broke their backs. It's it weird. could happen broke in any necks. number of I mean, ways. Yeah. Scarlet so, fever, who sure. knows? Yes. The plague took him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Prove he didn't. Well, that was very tough, but uh you guys want to take five and come back with stories? Yeah. All right. And we're back. Yes. All right, let's dive into some stories, shall we? Yes. All right, I go first this week since I have the crazy in love. Okay. This uh, was sent to our email. Hey, ladies, I'm a longtime listener and first time submitter to the podcast, and I look forward to new episodes every week. Yay. Yay. I'm a 20 something guy living in a larger Midwestern city, and I've been in the lawless wilderness that is post college dating. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) For the past two years. During this time, I've had dates with people from most of the major dating sites, excluding plenty of fish. I agree with you guys. That place is seriously the worst. <laughs> yeah. Frightening. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Nightmares. Good to hear it on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've collected some interesting. Sh- uh, blah, blah, and I've collected some interesting sh- stories I'd love to share. Why couldn't I say stories? Today, I have a double header for you guys, Uh-oh. a bad date and a shame receipt. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he, does, he does say, feel free to use my name. Okay. okay. The bad date happened last summer and was prefaced by a variety of red flags that I either didn't see initially or rationalized away while trying to give this person the benefit of the doubt. I matched with a girl on Tinder, and after talking for a bit, we exchanged numbers and made plans to meet up for drinks that Thursday. Thursday comes, and I arrive and grab a table, and shortly after, my date arrives and joins me. She sits down, and I notice that my date doesn't look all that put together. Uh Now, I don't have any expectation uh, for a woman to dress a certain way or put on a face of makeup uh, for a date, if that's not her thing. But I approach a date, especially a first date, wanting to project the best version of myself. And we I, talked about that a lot. We have. And I'd like my date to do the same, whatever that looks like for them. Right. I so agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If like wearing a full face of makeup isn't your thing, that's fine. You know, just being maybe, clean. Maybe have a clean shirt on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, wash you know. your body and your hair. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. <laughs> my date's hair looked greasy and not recently washed. Oh, my God. Is he dating me right now? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. You just yeah. like roll off this chair and walk in. Yeah. I <laughs> put on some flip right flops. <laughs> Her makeup was either poorly applied or old and in the process of coming off. Ooh. That's that's me right now. That's my face. <laughs> um, and she was dressed overly casual for the the occasion. Capri length leggings, worn flats and a rhinestone covered t-shirt. And here we go. And then he's got me. So there we go. <laughs> so you have a combination of all three of us end of the day. Yeah. Like end of the, But if any one of us was getting ready to go on a date. Like, no. That's not we how all I'm know. Coming. Yeah. Zero that's percent. not how I'm going. I, so a rhinestone shirt would never be me. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Yeah, I was just like, oh, capri length leggings and just like just a Cat comfy t shirt or whatever. Well, you would like, I would never, never wear first of all, this you, on a date. You do look cute, but you yeah. wouldn't Thank wear you. that on a first date. Like, no, you know. no, no, no. This is soups cash, Christina. This is like meeting at a coffee shop. Is what this is. Yeah. 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 This yeah, is like yeah. going to a dinner. Even if I was yeah. meeting a guy for the first time at a coffee shop, I still, and you know, I love athleisure wear for just yeah. lounging. Yeah. yeah. For lounging. Uh, not working out, just like kicking it on the couch watching Netflix. Yeah. yeah. But, I, or, or running errands, but yeah. I would change into I jeans. Don't, I don't do leggings for a first date. Bare no. men's. Yeah. Bare men's. Okay. So he says, we were at a place that specializes in craft hard cider and doubles as a restaurant. Not the height of sophistication, I know, but come on. Conversation was average, but what I remember most is this weird thing my date would do. Whenever I was talking, she would maintain normal eye contact. But whenever it was her turn to speak, she would shift her gaze up and behind me and hold on that spot until she was finished talking. Ooh. I turned around and looked to is see. Is she if breaking was, the fourth wall? It's weird, right? Yeah, like I'm like that is she's way back. <laughs> yes. If I was talking to someone and they kept doing that. I, You'd be like, who are you talking are, to? Are you, what, what? Is there somebody behind me? <laughs> Is there Should a, be a bug? Yeah, exactly. Um, oh my God. He says, I turned around and looked to see if there was anything more interesting behind me when she got up to use the bathroom. There wasn't, unless conversation with me is less entertaining than a brick wall. Aww. After the date. Or she could be like me and have like, kind of like crossed eyes and be <laughs> really terrible at holding eye contact. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. After the date, we went our separate ways and I remember feeling ambivalent about whether or not I wanted to see her again as my powers of judgment and perception for dates weren't as attuned as they are now she seemed nice enough and maybe I just caught her on a hectic day and she hadn't had time to properly prepare for the date maybe she was nervous whatever that's oh, so sweet so yeah. nice. I mean yeah I mean I guess I could Benefit see that like, I like it. you had a really hectic day you know you need to meet this person rather than rescheduling you're like I guess I'll just go on what I was wearing to run errands okay. right like yeah. that's that's a nice thing to give her that kind of benefit of the doubt the next day, I come home from work, and before I decide what I want to do for my night, I get a text from my date asking if I want to hang out. I agree and invite her to my place to watch a movie, and a short while later, Bounce she shows up looking about the same as she did the previous day. Greasy hair, poorly applied slash not fresh makeup, leggings, and a t-shirt and flats. The outfit I didn't mind as much this time since we were just watching a movie. We sit down and turn on Moonrise Kingdom, and after about five minutes of watching, I get a whiff of an unpleasant odor. <gasps> I don't think it's me since I took time to freshen up before my date oh. came over. So oh, I do no. a quick scan of our immediate area to see what the culprit is. And that's when I see it. She had worn her shoes inside and taken them off next oh. to the couch oh. where we were sitting. Oh. And in that moment, oh, no. I go beyond a doubt oh, no. that the smell was oh. from a combination of her feet slash shoes. Oh, oh no. no. I no. am crazy. Every cell <laughs> in my body, you know is those cringing. shoes. You're I know those shoes. shoes. And you're locked into I know a those, movie. that smell. And keep them on. Oh no! no. Oh no! And yeah, I, when I was reading this the first time, I was like, "There are a few things worse, like Ugh. really bad breath and really yep. bad yep. feet shoe smell." I got like, you. I got you on that. When I worked for the place that I worked for, we had a co-ed changing room. We're all twenties all kind of sexually active and there was one day where oh no, oh, no. <laughs> a girl who shall not be named came in changing and 
a dirty vagina smell. Oh, it's the worst. No. It's, we mean, all it know. We all know the like old sex vagina smell. Oh. I mean, to be honest, like old dick smell yeah old dick smell either. isn't good but i was old, in a fucking vagina it was is... an uber ride that had old dick smell no. i was like yep i'm like dude you did not have sex or you did not shower you after did not that yeah sex and exactly and Ugh. you're just like you're like this is oda old sex Oda last right? night <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good vintage oh, no i don't like that <laughs> I don't no, like that. I mean, not buttery yeah, enough. I mean, that that's true. There have been oaked. I think everyone has been there. Like when they've they've gone camping and they've just gotten yes. home from going camping, and you get in the shower and you're just like, Oof, you're like this is what Christ. I smelled like. <laughs> like oh my yes. god! Yeah, you it's take like off a, your underwear. It's like, yeah, it's like a mixture oh, of like, like gorgonzola and campfire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I hate mm. that. I don't like that. I don't like any don't of like those. <laughs> she got the Frito feet going. <laughs> anyway, Frito feet. <laughs> I'm fucking dying right now. I'm oh sorry. That's hilarious. Frito feet. <laughs> I know exactly what that sounds like too. Like do. old corn chips. That's <laughs> awful. That's awful. Okay. Oh my god! Okay. Oh, oh. All right. For the next ninety minutes, I tried my best to breathe through my mouth, oh. so I didn't have to smell it. And oh, I even no. faked having to go to the bathroom so I could strategically sit farther away from her oh. when I returned, so the smell wouldn't reach me. Neither oh, of these god. solutions worked. Oh. I shut down all attempts at making any conversation with my date, as I just wanted the movie to be over for her to leave, oh, since no. I was so grossed out. The movie ends, and in an attempt to get her to leave, I remark on how tired I am. It was only around 7 or 8 p.m., oh, so shit. I probably oh, no. needed a better excuse. Oh, oh shit. But instead of getting up to leave, she walks over to my bed, lays on her back, looks at me, and says, yeah, I'm really tired, too, oh, in a way that no. left little room for interpretation as to what she really meant. Dude, I'm in love with this guy. This I is know. hilarious. <laughs> and honestly, like, here's what I think. If... if if that's how someone's feet smell. No, I'm not going anywhere. And they've shown up greasy yeah. and in old clothes both the times. Like that, you're going to get those sweatpants Ew. off and it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be like Chernobyl in there. Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go there. Like, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. She, and she's like, it's a government conspiracy. <laughs> terrible um i figure i'm already in too deep with my tired excuse so i double down start rubbing my head and tell her i have a migraine and i really want to go to bed thankfully my plan worked this time and she got up and left and we haven't talked since okay the shame receipt happened just a few weeks ago at a wedding reception of a close family friend uh, which yes. wedding ones? Yeah, please yes. send us yes. all yes. of yes. all of your wedding stories. So many wedding stories, please. I was seated at a table with other people my age, most of whom I knew. There was one girl I didn't, and she was on a date with another friend of mine who I don't see often. Normally, I'm not the outgoing type, but I was in a good mood and had had a couple drinks, so I figured I'd be social that night. I sit down next to her at our table and introduce myself. I don't remember exactly what she said in response, but it wasn't the normal, nice to meet you, my name's X response you usually get. It was something that made her seem confused, and she didn't tell me her name. I didn't think much of it at, at the 
Uh, much of it as the interaction only lasted a few seconds and I thought maybe she was just shy and the rest of the reception was a great time. On the car ride home, my mom and sister are talking about the night and my friend and his date come up. As soon as they say her name, it hits me like a bolt of lightning. I know this girl from somewhere. My heart racing, I read downloaded <gasps> Coffee Meets Bagel. Oh, what is no, that? No. That's, That's like a, a, a dating, dating app. app? Oh, it's Coffee a... Meets Bagel oh, is a dating a... app. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's specifically for like like just coffee going meetups. to coffee dates Ooh, yeah. I like oh, that nice. yeah yeah um i re-download coffee meets bagel praying it isn't so i scroll through the list of my matches until i find who i'm looking for and my stomach drops it's the same girl <gasps> we had gone on not one but two dates around january <laughs> slash february of 2018 <laughs> and while it didn't oh end God. up working out um things ended on good terms between us right. and i had forgotten who she was oh. and reintroduced myself to her like completely idiot oh, oh i've done that yeah i mean not dating but yes, no, yes but like did. i and it is awful oh, that yeah. shit will wake you up in the middle of the night yeah. yeah yeah um i tell my mom and my sister the story and my mom tells me yeah friend's mom said date came up to her and said she knew you and that you'd gone out <gasps> and that she didn't know what to say to you Ooh. so my friend's date definitely recognized me which explains her confused response to me introducing myself to her <laughs> oh my I text my friend and tell him the situation and ask him to pass my apologies on to his date. My friend said it was fine and that his date wasn't offended, but that didn't really make me feel any better. Oh, no. To top it all off, my sister is getting married later this summer and my friend and his date will most likely be attending. Oh, so they are like a legit deal. Oh, yeah. shit. He's going to marry this girl and you're going to yep. have to deal Go with this for the rest many. of your life. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> he says, cheers. On that note, I love the podcast. You all are hilarious and great to listen to. And like Christina, I've recently deleted all of the apps and I'm <gasps> yes. going into the world doing the damn thing. Yes. yes. Let's go, Christina. We got this. Oh, oh my God. I love that. Oh Thank my you God. so much, Alex. <laughs> Alex, this is great. Oh, my God. Oh. Have you met my friend Alex? Yes. yes. Ladies. We, we, need, we need shirts. You know what we need is we need like the have you met my friend fill Just in the blank, blank. Oh my God. Yes. Blank. Yes. Oh my God. You know God. what? It can be like I had a trapper keeper in middle school. <laughs> like there were the t-shirts and the trapper keepers that were huge when I was in middle school where you um, could buy it. It had the Velcro on it. <gasps> yeah. And then yes. you had all the letters. <gasps> you could like Velcro whatever message you wanted. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. yes. Amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, um, I have a quick corrections from last week. Sure. Because my friend Sienna, whose birthday is today, happy birthday! <gasps> happy birthday. Oh my god, um, happy birthday, yes. Sienna! So she was like, "Where is there a Friendlies? I've never heard of Friendlies oh, in really? Springfield, Missouri, where we're from." And I'm like, "No, I I bought a chicken in a Friendlies parking lot. Like, what are you talking about?" Then I googled it. It's Freddy's, but in my oh. defense, it's like one of those places where the font is like the same, exactly the same. Oh. But it's Freddy's is like steak burgers and uh, frozen custard. And I it's still very Midwestern. And I did buy a chicken there. So anyway, uh, yes. there you go. Okay. <laughs> She's like, bitch, where's there a fucking friendly? Yeah, she's like, like, I think you're lying. You I've never out. heard of this place. Oh, you're like, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, I really did buy a chicken. Uh, that <laughs> <That's> happened. <true. laughs> Okay, mine came in through email as well. And mine is a little bit of an update. Oh, I like it. So she says, hi, ladies. My friend has written in a couple times to you guys and is always so excited to show me when you guys air her stories. Yay! 
Your last episode, you aired her story about her ex-boyfriend and his five other girlfriends. I love that. I love that. The one who had the middle meeting point in the center. Last week. She mentioned his halfway point girlfriend in the episode and then mentioned the same girl cheating with her best friend's boyfriend and ended up marrying her. Well, I'm the best friend. (gasps) And I figured you guys would enjoy my story. (laughs) Full circle. I I will enjoy your story. So I met my ex at a camp one summer. We were just friends and I didn't think anything of him in a romantic way. Towards the beginning of the summer, the following year, we randomly start DMing more and get to know each other better. He had a girlfriend and was having some issues. Mm. So he would ask me for some advice from an objective third party. Mm-hmm. And I as well asking him for advice about this guy I'd liked for a while. I all the side eye for P- this. Pinning this, that was so common in my 20s. Yes. I can't even. Yes. That was like legitimately the thing that you did when you were 100%. like interested in somebody, but you weren't. Like you wouldn't break up with what you had going on, but you were just like, hey. And it was like a Mm -hmm. way to connect. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's why I have side eye for it. 40 year old me is like, "Mm -hmm." absolutely. Uh It's so transparent as you get older. You're like, right, right, right. right. (laughs) But it's it's the perfect like 20s way to like connect with somebody. So true. You're like, he might be a good prospect later. Exactly. Let's see if I can. (laughs) If I can leapfrog into something else. Uh, She says, a few weeks went by. We were talking a lot, flirting a bit, and we're helping each other through some rough points. I had gone off to the camp to do some counseling, and on my travels to camp, I found out my cat had passed away. So that night, he called me, and we stayed on the phone all night talking, and then he would check in on me the entire time I was counseling. That's sweet, though. So he's like opening up his emotions yep. like sharing these issues he's Dangerous. having in his relationship and then also console i'm like girl i'm right there with you i yep. fell in love with i felt i fell i'm for already it. in there i already yep. fell for it yep you're emotionally vulnerable your <laughs> yep. cat just died you're around screaming children yeah like yes yeah already fell for it yep she says i got back from camp and we were even more flirty we constantly facetime chatted on the phone texted did the Typical good morning and good night text. Oh, shit. That's how you know shit's real. Yeah. Like, oh. ooh, if you, you might as well have made that Facebook honestly, official. like, if you are the first thing somebody is thinking of when they roll over in bed, like, I'm in love. Mm, I'm mm, literally mm. in love because communication's like mm-hmm. my big thing. And this guy is like opening up emotionally. And then also, like, we there wake up and he we gotcha. go to sleep. Yep. He's like a got bear me. trap. He's got me. This guy had also just started his first week at college and was nervous because he didn't know anyone. I sent him gifts and encouraging texts so he didn't feel lonely. Oh my God. Are you me like a decade ago? (laughs) Uh, She says, I later started seeing him post pictures and some other kids post pictures of him with this girl. Hmm. and other people and mentioned something to him about it. He said she's an interesting girl. And as the days went by, constantly what the started. What does that mean? Interesting. Exactly. Constantly <laughs> like started telling her. me how annoying and clingy she was. Mm-hmm. We've also discussed this where like for me, that's a red flag. Like I don't like it. 
when like you're still giving her your time right so then you're gonna come and like complain about her to me or like right. people who only have negative shit to say about so like other people they dated like you're i don't lying. like it. either you're fake or like you know it's a thin line between love and hate mm-hmm. it's a thin line between love and hate yeah because you care about her enough to keep fucking talking about her exactly A few weeks go by again, and I started noticing him pulling away and not being as annoyed with this girl as much. In fact, he was starting to hang out with her more. Hmm. This was hard for me because I was 12 hours away and couldn't do anything about it. Oh, ah. so not only oh, that's hard. Well, you've added itself. long, you've had you've added long distance onto yeah. it, which yeah. is an early twenties relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm like mm. in, college, in college, you've added in so many elements, like layers. This would be a difficult I'm thing like, to maintain for anybody. I could sext with you on the phone, mm-hmm. or I and can sex, <laughs> real sex. This one yeah. over here. <laughs> Yeah, when I mentioned I didn't want him hanging out with her because she was bad news, he said to me I had nothing to worry about. Yeah, right. Okay. Listen, sir. That's never the response. Like, if if your girlfriend says, like, I don't really feel comfortable with you hanging out with this person on your own or, like, whatever, your response should not be, baby, you don't have anything to worry about. Your response should just be, like, okay, if it makes you that uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, or, you know what, like, I'm not comfortable with you like crossing this boundary and I think we should break up. Or that. Those are the two mm-hmm. responses Absolutely. that you have Absolutely. that are legitimately like but adult responses. you have responses. nothing to worry about is so like mm. it, it is gaslighting. It is. It is. It is. It's yeah. totally that. Yeah. So he You're can, overreacting. You're being you're crazy, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's like Listen. I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out she was not. She was not. Yeah. He continued to hang out with her, posting stuff on his social media with her, and told me that he had some quote unquote, <laughs> this is the best quote ever, unwanted physical contact okay. from her. Okay. Okay. What does that mean, sir? Oh, I'm going to need you to be more specific. Yeah. And was co- and she was constantly coming on to him. I got tired of hearing about then this. Then stop fucking hanging out with exactly. her. Exactly. If, if it's truly unwanted, right. it's as simple. If, it, it's truly. if a man gave me unwanted physical contact, I'm never like purposefully hanging out with that person. You're never again. alone with that person again. Ever. Yeah. Like why bull? Yeah. <laughs> Lies. 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 I got tired of hearing about this, and no matter what I said, he wouldn't listen to me, and finally we broke up. Not long after we called it quits, they ended up making it official, and then that summer got engaged a little before a year of meeting each other, and only one month of being engaged, they got married. Oh, Ooh. I want to know how this turned out. It's almost been a year. Oh, oh my God. And from the random things I see when I stalk them on social media, <laughs> me too, girl. Yeah, me we, all, we all me too. do it. We yeah. don't, need, we we don't do. need to act like we we're do. bigger than that. No, no we're, not. we're not. I still. No one is. Do. Yeah, exactly. They're still together and love each other. So dot, dot, dot. I guess that's good. I mean, but, <laughs> I know how you feel. But girl. here's the thing also like, yeah, it, cool that they're still together. I'm not trying to be a cynic here, but 
all in all, they've been together for less than two years because they got right. engaged and married less than a year yep. into yeah. knowing each other, yep. and then they've been married for a year. So, and they're I think still I'm in... assuming a certain age group. So, I mean, don't hold your breath, girl. Yeah, I don't, I don't have high hopes in, like, for this one. <laughs> early phases of their relationship, really. Well, and it right. started out very shady too. He was clearly dating a couple of people right. at the same time. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing that throws the red flags for me here is my favorite part Uh oh did she have a camo wedding dress because that's what i'm picturing oh my god. no oh no oh my <laughs> god <laughs> the humor in this situation for me and this is why i'm in love with this girl i i love you i want to tell you how much i love you because this is so something that i would feel in my heart and god bless you for sharing this the humor in this situation for me and my friend will agree is that this girl has a big-ass wart above her lip. <gasps> you can't miss it when you kiss her. And now this dumbass gets to kiss that big-ass wart for the rest of his life. Oh, my God. Wait, is it a wart or a mole? A wart is what That's she so said. weird. What? And I'm like, I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it's so fucking... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, Sig and I are over here like, yay. <laughs> I know. It's so, I don't, it's, that's so. No, but I mean, I feel that too. I mean, granted. Because you're just like, looking given, right. Given you're like, my, you, bitch. Given my right. situation. Yeah. Okay, so I have an ex and it's, you know, a thing. There is like a that last paragraph yes. oh, struck girl, home for me. We've all felt that. Right. We've no, all no, no. felt we've that. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, that. I'm so glad you're happy. I'm so glad you're happy. Enjoy kissing that wart. Because, you know what I mean? Because the yeah. thing is, you know? yeah, it's not yeah. about the wart itself. It's, it's always about like yes. you have to. We all do it. Yeah. You have to find something. Yeah. yeah. It's human nature. Yeah. We all like to act like we're above it, but we're right. not. We're like not. we're all. We always do that thing where we're like. Yeah, but I'm better. So exactly. you're a fucking loss. You're a like, fucking loss. Yeah. Exactly. And dude, yeah. The, the It just made me, I, it made me love her. Uh, she says, anyways, thank you for reading this story. I hope you enjoyed it and can have a good laugh. Love you, ladies, and your podcast. I love it. Thank love you. it. She's thank the perfect you. amount of snark for our podcast. I like it. I love it. Oh, goodness. Okay. So our story also came from an email that we got. And the subject is called, I'm going to skip the subject. I'm just going to go right into it. Great. All right. So I found this guy on Tinder. Uh, he was totally my type. We had awesome conversation and had a lot in common. He told me he did not have social media. Uh oh, red flag. And I didn't really think anything of it. He also told me that he takes care of his disabled friend and works a full time job. After work or after two weeks of talking, I told him that I wanted to meet. Sorry, got a text over it. Uh, I told him I wanted to meet him. So we agreed to meet at a local bar at 8 p.m. That night was pouring rain. I got there 15 minutes early, 7.45, to have a drink and calm my nerves. 15 minutes early. That's Good. smart. That's That's wise. how you do. That's how you do. 15 yeah. minutes early, grab that cocktail, get, yeah. your, get I love it started. Someone in our Facebook group posted that thing of that like uh, thing, BBC thing where that British woman was sitting there. And I love that part where she, it's like an internal monologue. And she's like, oh, I shouldn't have gotten here so early. And then she's like, no, better to be early than to be scanning, looking for him. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You get there first. Let him find you. Let no, him find see, you. I'm no, I'm the opposite. Oh yeah, I I have I have been both now, and I am firmly more comfortable with letting them get there first and making really? an entrance. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. You're like I'm gonna walk in this room. I'm gonna walk in this room because I want you to see 
everybody turned. Everybody heads. turned yes. and and look okay. at me. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Mama's gonna make an entrance. Yes, ma'am. So yeah, you're gonna feel okay. those eyes, and you're gonna feel, and then yeah. So yeah, okay, that's Fair enough. that's Fair how enough. I roll. Right. I everybody, like do you? You know, you I, gotta do you. I'm here for it. Yep. Um, 15 minutes pass. It's 8 p.m. and he is still not there. So I get another drink. Another 15 minutes go by. 8:15. And he still did not show up. So you're there for half an hour at this point yeah. by yourself. So I left. I texted him and I said, just forget it. I left mad, angry and hurt. I called my friend and told her to get dressed. We're going out. Girl, that's right. That is oh, damn. That is right. damn right. And you got for ready? anybody that stands anyone up, by the way, go fuck yourself. Uh, go fuck yourself. Because I feel like that's even worse than than ghosting to yeah. me. I you I'm let me like, sit at a fucking bar you, by myself. Oh, you oh, fucking oh, it's asshole. Way, oh, it's way worse. Like, I had to drive somewhere. I yeah. had to probably rush home from work, get ready, mm, take a yeah. fucking shower. Yeah. Because I don't want to... Frito feet. Yeah. Frito <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the title of this episode. Frito <laughs> feet. <laughs> so good. <laughs> As I'm sitting in my friend's driveway waiting for her, he texted me. He said, sorry, I got a new debit card and locked myself out of the card using the wrong pin number. So I was on the phone with the company trying to get them to unlock it, um, but was unable to uh, unlock him. That is the... That's just an absolute yeah. lamest fucking excuse. You, you for, may have well said you like locked your you keys know in the card. That, that would have been a better be one. you be on the phone with somebody... And text. send a text at the well, same I mean, time simultaneously. Especially since we know that f- the fucking bank keeps you on hold for, for how long. Ever. You can put that shit on speaker. Right. Yep. And do text whatever me. else do you whatever. want. Do whatever. Yeah. 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 You, I, what you're saying is I'm not important enough to do yes. that for. Yeah. Okay. Speakerphone. Not important enough. Um, I have never used the wrong pen on a card to get locked out. So I didn't know if that was how it worked or not. I replied, well, come meet me out. He then tells me that his cat ran away and he has to go find him. Um, okay. I want to light this, this is a guy bad day fire. for you. Is Mercury in retrograde for you? You yeah. fucking like got locked out of your yeah. debit card and your cat ran away on the same night. A lot of shit's happening, sir. Maybe, maybe Get we the just fuck reschedule. Out. Check your horoscope and reschedule. Yeah, exactly. I told him once he finds his cat, he should come out, giving him one last chance. He didn't reply for some time. Once now it's about 11 cat. p.m. and he says he's finally found his cat. I said, "Great, come on out." <laughs> I love that this I cat was him. like, first of all, fuck you. I'll get back on my own time." <laughs> 11 p.m. Oh, I'm home. <laughs> What's up, dude? <sighs> I gave him the address of the bar that we were at. Uh, so a little time goes by. My friend and I are playing a game with the bartender, and we we were the only ones in the bar. All of a sudden, I get a hug from behind. I look over my nope. shoulder, and I screeched. This was not the guy in the pictures. <gasps> he sat down next to me and said, Hi, I'm Mike. My friend and I looked at him with confused looks on our faces. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> While in the bathroom, he had an, the audacity to order himself a drink from my money. <gasps> I got back and turned to him and said, So well, his debit card wasn't working. Cool, cool, cool. So you look nothing like your pictures. You Wait posted a on go. Tinder. Calling that shit out. Yes. Well, you bought him a drink, so he better answer your fucking he questions. Tells me, shit. He tells me he had his appendix removed and had a heart attack. He's twenty seven. Okay. 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 So that alters okay. your facial so, so features because my son, my husband's had a heart attack at a young age, right? Because yeah, of yeah. some issues. You didn't know this? No, no, no. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like he had like yeah, virus young. Anyway, 
So it's not impossible it to have a, a heart attack. Not at impossible. However, a heart attack does not change your looks. Chris yeah. still looks like he Chris. He still looks like Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Funny like, enough. That shit doesn't. Same, it's not, look, same it guy. doesn't turn you into a Picasso painting. Nope. Yeah. Like, nope. Come not a Monet. No. Yeah. Nope. You're like, but your eyes were green in the picture. <laughs> well, I had a heart attack and an appendicitis. Now they're brown. So it really fucked <laughs> me up. And I'm also three inches shorter now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really did a number on me. Fun fact, <gasps> your eye color. Oh my god, she said comes from your appendix. Said, well, that does not change your facial features yes. or your body build. He said, "Well, I lost a lot of weight. I rolled my eyes and said, "Okay, whatever." He ordered another drink from my money. Sarah. And I am too nice to make a scene, girl. We all we you yep. know that we relate to that shit. Yep. Yep, we do. I look over at his shoulder and he had no tattoo. The guy in the Tinder picture had a tattoo on his shoulder. So I asked him, Where's his tattoo? He said he had it removed Bullshit, for work. Bullshit, you Dude, motherfucker. This fucking guy. I had a heart attack and it removed guy. my tattoo. He has okay. the same disease that Casey Anthony had where she Ooh, was just, just like, lies. Where she's just lies, like, lies, lies, I, yeah, lies. Yeah, I yeah, she's just like, I'm going to lie until I literally cannot lie anymore. Yeah. Like until I'm until literally last locked breath. into a corner. Like what the, the literal shit? corner. Literally. A literal dead yes. end My wall debit corner. card. My cat. My, my appendix. Neck, my back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. The, Fucking tattoos. Is, it's it's this impressive. Is insane. This is Olympic level lying. This is psychopath yeah. level lying. Oh man. So he she says the douche works for a trucking company, so I highly unlikely that he had it removed for work. He later went outside with my friend to have a cigarette. He went on and on to her about how he I probably think he's a catfishing. He's a cat. He is. He's a catfishing me. Yeah. Wow. Let's try that one more time. He's catfishing me. And um, um, and about his lost cat. Uh, they came later. Came in. My friend and I said, "Well, we are going to finish our drinks and leave." He said to me. He said, "Me too." Chugged his drink and walked out the door. After we left, we were telling the bartender how we. What, how we met and showed her the Tinder pictures and we laughed and laughed about this. Yeah, that's I, awesome. let, I let it go until four days later when I was telling my coworkers about this. So I did some, um, so I Googled Facebooked Doug and Doug and to see um, what I came up with. Turns out he didn't give me his correct name. He has all kinds of social media and he has a girlfriend that he lives with. Oh, and he has a kid with his girlfriend. <gasps> no. So I screenshot a picture of him and his girlfriend, sent it to him, and I said, How I love cute, her. Mike oh, Luker. My God, I love then her. Then I so messaged much. his girlfriend because if I were her, I would have wanted to know. Oh, I love yes, her. Ma'am. It- Girl, yes, the yes, yes. She accepted yes. the message, read it, and blocked me. <gasps> and he blocked me too. So I just giggled. Those idiots are definitely meant for each other. I have not used Tinder since. This kind of scared me of online dating. Yeah, you know what? Like, I feel like that happens more often than not Oof. is like, that's going to be the reaction of the wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But I still think, fucking tell them anyway. Yeah. Tell them anyways. Tell them exactly. anyway. Like, be- exactly. How they respond to it's not your responsibility. And maybe and like, sometimes right. it just takes time you know if you're planting that seed you know they may not react really well in the moment sometimes people don't like to hear the truth Mm -hmm. and they might not have a good reaction to you but the truth is there the truth is there so it might not be yeah exactly Mm -hmm. you may you may save her in the long run so good on you for doing the fucking right thing and i am applauding you i love the way she handled this whole situation theme of like yeah 
no no online dating yeah 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 i love, I love that it. too fantastic like, yeah, let's yeah. try the real world for once yeah, yeah no shit See what happens yeah i think there's a combination of of you know that and then what you were talking about with the whole like 17 percent or whatever being in their like airpods in their own like personal fucking world while they're mm-hmm. having sex or mm-hmm. just like i just need That's some just like the world now i just That's need sad. like real life connections, connections where i'm like i'm looking at you yeah. and you're looking at me and we're talking face to face yeah and let's see what you know happening. honestly i do see why people in la spend like a thousand dollars to go on retreats where they're like unplugged yeah. i legitimately consider you guys my best friends and i still right. think that sometimes in text it's so easy to take out of context oh, or to take to heart something that you're like okay i need to let that go because there's no, no way that they a hundred percent like really upset with no, me no because like a hundred percent like this week was so bananas for me where it's just like it was so catch as catch can in between things where i still wanted to be engaged with people but i was right. like I went back and reread it and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I had some weird moments where I was like, I don't know. I hope this didn't come off wrong or something. But I'm just like, I'm, you know, irritated know in this movie. And, and we be short. Say, and yeah, yeah, it's still like, oh, my God. It's Thank it's God so fucking Lexapro crazy. Because I could literally look at that and be like, she's not mad at me. It's just she's having a moment right now. And yeah. I can let it move to a place where we're it's fine. But and yeah, I you're trying to before, get to know people yeah. through these fucking texts. Exactly. It's impossible. It's impo- exactly. You're trying to get to know a fucking stranger. Yeah. Well, you know, I use social media and I'm on my phone as much as anybody, like uh, all the time. And, in, you know, I should probably be on my phone a lot less. But, <laughs> but I do sometimes think about it where I'm just like, what if for just one day all of us could unplug? What if the Completely entire world unplugged. at the same time, like unplugged? Like, what would that be like? And, you know, I just kind of feel like I wish we could do that just once. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're never going to experience that again. I experienced that when I was a kid. And like, that's the last time I ever experienced people being unplugged. So weird. And it's, it is different because you can interpret things so fucking differently, like Mm -hmm. via text than you would in real life. I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah. The internet's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Truly. No shit. All right, hold on. I've got to, I'm going to refill real quick. Okay. Do you want the Pinot or the... I think I want to try this shard. Okay. Perfect. All right. So we are going to talk about a story that I did not know about. And I was Ooh. trying to like... I can't believe it. Something it's, you've it's, not heard about? I I truly am also shocked because it's such, it's such a salacious story. Okay. That I'm very surprised that I'd never heard of it. And the only thing I can think of is... Because it's a Canadian story. Oh. And I know that we have a lot of Canadian listeners. So Ooh. you guys write in and let us know if you knew about this lady. Um, I was just like reading through. I really, and this is not that, but I really wanted to do a Black Widow story. So I was Ooh. looking for oh, Black yeah. Widows. And then I came across this in some like listicle. Okay. And I was like... I would like to more know more about that. You're please. like, I need nice. to hear. I need to hear the story. I need to hear the rest of this story, please and thank you. So, I am going to be talking about and get all of your jokes out now or throughout the entire story. That's okay, fine got too. it. Cool. Okay, I'm yeah, you be, know us. Going to be talking about Evelyn Dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I looked right into Cassie's <laughs> eyes, just right into her eyes. I knew <laughs> because you know that I'm a 12 year old boy yeah. who's going to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going for the low joke. Yeah. So, yeah. so today we're going to talk about Dick. Here we go. Yeah. No, I mean you said Black Widow. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, brutal honesty here. There's always a piece of me that's like. Teach me 
some of your ways. Teach me your ways. I nice. can't even get these. These are women that can get multiple men to fall in love with me. And, and I'm nine like, times, okay. And this is not a Black Widow story, not really. But oh, like, okay, okay. But not in the traditional way that okay. we typically think of, like having like many husbands. Right. But when, and that's what I wanted to do. That's what I was looking to do. Yeah. But. I am fascinated by them too because nine times out of ten, they're also not super beautiful women. No, they're and you're not. Like, yeah. How are you doing? Do you just have the charisma yep. that you are able to it's marry like Bundy. ten different men yeah. and get away with murdering nine of them? Like makes, this is fan- makes me think of my fucking nana. I feel like it makes it better that, like, that you're just average looking. It, yeah, because then you're not you're not a you're threat. unassuming. You're unassuming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm this like, woman, what is it about your person? Personality that makes people like magnetic. fall in love like, with I you. Like I just can magnetic. never get away with it because I'm just too good looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just too. It's I'm so too hot. Too hot. Way too hot. <laughs> well, maybe that was the problem here. So okay, we'll talk about that. Okay. That was not Evelyn's problem. Evelyn oh. was beautiful. She was oh. a beautiful woman, which is okay. part of what made her story such um, a huge media sensation in Canada at the well, time. Yes, tell us more about Miss Dick. So, Miss Dick. <laughs> Mrs. Dick. Uh, so It'd she was born <laughs> Evelyn McLean, 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 yes, uh, on October 13th, 1920. And I was like, October 13th. That mm. seems like such a witchy date. Uh, 1920 in Beamsville, Ontario, Canada. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Her parents were Scottish immigrants and they'd moved to Canada looking for better work opportunities. So when she was born, her parents weren't super well off. But shortly after she was born, her father took a position as a conductor on the Hamilton Street Railway. And this provided a better income for the family. So it allowed them to move out of Beamsville and into the nearby town of Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Mm -hmm. Her childhood, you know, everything I read kind of said that her childhood wasn't particularly happy. But it doesn't seem like it was marred by any amount of like serious abuse or anything. Well, everybody it's wants like, to have that trope of having like a bad family so that they can make it. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's it something it's, shitty. It seems yeah. like her dad had a bit of a drinking problem, but like what dad didn't in the it was 20s. 20s. It was yeah. the depression. Yeah. And her yeah. parents fought a lot. It's kind of like yeah. watching intervention. You're like, they're like, they always go back and it's like, oh, their parents got divorced. So this is why You're she like, does there's heroin. the catalyst. So did 50% yeah. of fucking kids. Everyone like, we knew everyone. growing up, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, what I will say for Evelyn, though, is that her something that did kind of make her childhood unique and I think did play later into her adulthood is that she was an only child and her parents were really protective of her. Her mom was really kind of obsessed with climbing the social ladder and her parents did not allow her to play with the neighborhood children. They only wanted her to play with like high society children um, like from from high upper class sounds like families. my mom i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you know, i love how like parents just really like imprint their bullshit yeah on, project yeah, all minds. their shit and especially if you are the only child and just kind of the focus yeah. of this obsession and she was beautiful she was like a, a beautiful child right. so um don't hang out with the riffraff yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly like listen you're our ticket up out of here so That's right uh <laughs> Keep in mind, you could be somebody someday. <laughs> that's exactly what how they sounded in uh-huh. the 1920s, except for maybe with a little bit more of a Scottish accent. Uh, <laughs> keep in mind that her dad is a conductor on the railway, so he's not making a ton of money. Right, so it came he's as a surprise. Like, 
you yeah. know, better than the depression. Right. You're, <laughs> you're just riding right. that. And, and this is Canada. So I, didn't, I don't even really know how. That was hard. worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, I didn't know that. shows how much I know. I didn't um, know that either. But, you know, they were really kind of riding that middle class line. They weren't. Sure they weren't well off. So it came as a surprise to people in the neighborhood when her oh, wait, dad, I'm an idiot. The depression was 1929. So this was before. Oh, this is before. Yeah. yeah. Well, but maybe yeah. not, maybe not now because yeah. as she started to get older, it, it came as a surprise to the people in the neighborhood that her dad took her out of public school and put her into this very prestigious private school. Mm-hmm. And Everyone was like, how can they afford that? Like, they shouldn't be making that kind of money. Um, And he's like, don't you fucking worry about how I'm making that kind of money. Don't worry about me. How about you mind your own business? Mind your business. Mind your business. Um, (laughs) But of course, I mean, any of these towns, when stuff like this starts happening, it seemed like the McLeans always had like a lot of money. You know, they were able to buy a lot of material possessions. They stayed in their neighborhood, but they were sending her to a really nice school. Yeah. And so... The story started to circulate that Evelyn's dad was maybe stealing money from his employer, mm-hmm. but it was just kind of like town gossip at this time. So mm-hmm. as Evelyn got older, she grew to be a very beautiful woman. And her parents, I think, definitely saw that beauty as like a way that not only that Evelyn could secure a wealthy husband and like yeah. a comfortable mm-hmm. life for herself, but a way that all of them could move, move, up, the- move yep. up the social like, you know, ladder. So she attended a lot of parties in her teens mm-hmm. uh, and her parents kind of, you know, encouraged, encouraged it. Yeah. 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 And she always had a lot of male suitors. Mm-hmm. But even so, she was. God, I wonder why women are so obsessed with beauty when yeah, it's I, considered such a currency. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've had this conversation with so many people and I'm like, I, I get it that men don't quite understand it. But no, I'm like, no, you have to. It can seem odd to men or like people on the outside who haven't maybe experienced it. But up until very, 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 very recently, it was in a lot of ways the only way mm-hmm. that you could advance your social status. I'd still say in many I, ways still. I still uh, no, yeah, I'm I, like, I think it, it I think still it is. is. It's pretty less, privilege is a thing. Absolutely. For I think it's less of... It's less of a thing now than it has been in the past. But in the twenties, in the past, you goddamn right. There's no way you're not going to move up through your education. You're not going to move up through getting a good job and making your own money. Yeah, like you're going to move up because you were pretty and sociable, and yeah. you made the right connections. Yeah, right. So you're going to marry a doctor. <laughs> yes, you're going to have a great life. So, given all of that. We can also say that there's a lot of competition among women that I don't always like, uh, and I don't encourage that kind of behavior, but a lot of women particularly didn't like her because she wasn't from a high social status. She was an immigrant. She was coming in. A lot of people thought that she was trashy because she was a teenager and her parents were putting her in these like really expensive furs and kind of like Mm. scandalous outfits. Mm -hmm. And she was flirting with these older men. So, of course, she gravitated towards just being with the men because the men accepted her. Of course. And like wanted her to be around. Yep. I kind of feel a kinship towards her right now. Right now. I mean, I, I... I was in private school when I had no business being in private school, but it was due to like 
some like financial aid and a lot of mm-hmm. the, and scholarship and um and yeah I I I definitely uh didn't fit in with the the girls I mean I I didn't start making friends with women until after I had left uh left shadowing and came out here right you know where I was like oh okay you yeah. got a friend in me <laughs> that's right you got a friend in me and I think that a lot of people who I think this happens a lot with people who are of an upper class particularly especially like in this time period where you're encroaching on their territory yes you're moving in on our turf you're moving in on because it's also their currency mm-hmm. and like you're moving in on their men you're moving yeah. in on their future prospects yeah like so they're getting defensive about it and of course the men you they might make you feel like they they see you as as equal something more than that yeah they don't. They don't. You're a young, beautiful woman and they just right. want you around. So right. she starts hanging out a lot with men who are older. Okay. Um, you know, and spending a lot of time with them. That was always the way I used my currency as well. Older men. Yeah. Me <laughs> so too. Older men. So I'm looking up this bitch, by the way, right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do it. I, I, I want to look at her picture. Like. <laughs> Evelyn exactly. Dick. So she's, oh, don't for, don't worry. But I didn't don't, forget. Don't read anything about it. I won't. It's going to be a surprise. Picture. Just I'm... pictures, images only. Both of you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So she's hanging out with older dudes all the time, and in 1941 she gets pregnant. So she's 21. Oh my at god, this she's point. so pretty. Yeah, she is pretty. I just went to images to yeah. be safe, especially yeah, and her younger pictures too. She's so she's pretty. very pretty. So um, <gasps> classic. Oh my god. Don't read it. Don't read anything. So she gets pregnant in 1941 at the age of 21. And in 1942, in July of 1942, she gives birth to a daughter who she names Heather. And Wait, she got married? She did not get married. No. Okay, hold on. Hold Sorry, on. I was looking at pictures. I'm no, back. Okay, okay, I'm going to okay. rewind. So she's hanging out with these older dudes uh, all the time. And in 1941, she gets pregnant. Ooh. And in July of 1942, she gives birth to a daughter who she names Heather. And she tells people around that she's not an unwed mother because, of course, people are blabbing their mouths right. about the uh-huh. fact that this w- woman got pregnant. Mind your business. Mind your business. Like this outside of is, this wedlock. This is exactly what my I found out my Nana did. <gasps> my Nana. That's right. What if I this have, is your Nana? I have not found and i mean i've been searching now for two years for a marriage certificate between my nana and my great-grandfather and it was the same time period too it was like uh late 1930s no marriage certificate and she's like oh no we divorced no divorce divorce certificate well because yeah i mean again we're talking about like social media this is when you could just lie about shit yeah Yeah. you'd be like oh yeah yeah, yeah." i'm married and he went off to the war. war okay on oh, that oh, on that note. Okay. Yep. So she tells people that she's not an unwed mother because people are blabbing their mouths and that she married a man who just happened to be stationed overseas mm-hmm. and his last name is just White. Just like a Canadian boyfriend? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You don't know him. You wouldn't know you, him. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't know him. He's from Canada. So, <laughs> so she says that the soldier's last name is White and so she gives the kid the name White. She puts that on the birth certificate. So she has a daughter named Heather White. So... Um, Evelyn's mother looks after Heather most of the time so that Heather can continue or so that Evelyn can continue to go out and party as much as she wants. Thanks, mom. We're back. So in 1944, she gets pregnant again. She gives birth to a son who she names Peter. Mm-hmm. And so his name is Peter White. And again, take into account that no one has ever. <laughs> <laughs> Peter White Dick. <laughs> 
We're fucking so immature. Like, honestly, these oh poor people. Oh my god. Oh. Continue. Okay. Okay, we're good. We're normal. We're good. Now. We're normal. <laughs> okay, so so, so keep keep in mind keep in mind that no one has ever met this man who she's saying was her husband and she's naming these children Mr. White giving them this last name on their birth certificates right. like this is what they what is on their birth certificates so Evelyn returns home from the hospital after giving birth to Peter and um she doesn't bring Peter with her and when people ask about it she says that she's given Peter up for adoption she's like I couldn't afford both children mm-hmm. uh so I've I've given Peter up for adoption and that was a very typical thing that happened at that time people were like okay So around this time, her parents finally decide to split up and Evelyn takes her daughter, Heather, and moves into an apartment with her mom. Um, Again, often leaving Heather alone with her mother so that she could continue her social life. She would continue to go out, left Heather at home. Heather was probably like four at this time uh, with her mom. In 1945, Evelyn meets a man named... John Dick. Mr. Dick. Mr. Dick. <laughs> yes. Um, and he's 15 years Evelyn's senior. He's mm-hmm. a Russian immigrant and he'd only just moved to Hamilton and he was employed as a streetcar driver. He sounds perfect. <laughs> he, well, they meet. How, and, is, how is a Russian immigrant's name John Dick? I don't, maybe yeah. he Did he just make that up and when he came like, yeah. over. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a not yeah. very Russian It does. Name. No. It was like Dystikovich or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so they meet and John starts bringing Heather and Evelyn gifts. So he's really sweet to Heather. Um, he's really, really sweet on Evelyn. He's very uh-huh. infatuated with her. And Evelyn thinks that he's a very nice guy. So she meets him whenever she goes to her dad's job. Uh, she she meets him and then he's at the same place where her dad works. And so she would see him pretty often. And by all accounts, he's a super nice dude. And she's like, okay, he seems like he would treat me well. He seems like he would treat Heather well. He, so, she seems like Christina. And then she's like, eh, he's he's nice. He's nice. He can give me like a, a nice, nice life, right? He's nice. This is fine. Evelyn is fine. tells John that she's a widow and that her husband, I'm guessing Mr. White. Yes, Mr. White. Um, died in World War II. Yeah. John, mm-hmm. he's completely taken with her. And after a few weeks... Uh, Evelyn announces to her family that she and John are getting married. And Evelyn, a few weeks, very fast. So Evelyn is really excited about the prospect of getting married to John because for reasons that are unclear to me, she believes that John is rich. Like she thinks that he he has a lot of money. And I don't know why. I don't understand why she's under this impression. But she is. I just just fucking figured it out. I figured it out. What? I figured out how Black Widow does it. Because we've all gotten, I assume when you guys were dating, guys that like fell in love too fast, uh, that we were all like. You just like, say yes to that. like, no, thank you. You just say yes. You say yes to the Luke P's of yes. the world. You're just like, all right. Yeah. And you're then like, you, know, you know you don't have to put up for the, with them for very long. You're like, yeah, because you're going to kill them. It's legitimately, <gasps> this is fine. There it is. That's the Light secret. bulb moment. It's not about, yeah, because you're about, not marrying people you like necessarily. No. Boy. Yeah. You're not going to murder somebody hmm. like. Interesting. <laughs> there I mean, you go. Gross. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. Um, so, of course, John isn't rich. 
And her parents seem to know this, and they're disapproving of the marriage right off the bat. So disapproving that they don't attend the wedding. They don't even go. Shit. So Evelyn and John get married in October of 1945, and after the wedding, they live separately. Evelyn continues to live in the apartment with her mom, with her daughter. Did she form goop? <laughs> yes. It, oh. is, is she Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Uh, but she, she basically tells him, she's like, sorry, like we're full up here. Can't fit another person in the apartment. So sorry. Yeah. We Only us Yikes. can fit in here. And John is frustrated. Like understandably, he's frustrated. He wanted to have like a normal family life with, right. with Evelyn and Heather. So finally, John purchases a house for them to live in together after a couple of months. But strangely, it's only Evelyn's name that's on the deed and the mortgage to the house. That is odd. It is odd. Perplexing, I'd say. I wonder How why. You talk someone into that. Oh, shit. You know, she's pretty. She is pretty. <laughs> so while he's Evelyn... He's 15 years older. He's like, whatever. Whatever. You're, it's I'm going to die before you. It's fine. Um, yeah. When Evelyn starts to realize that John isn't as wealthy as she thought, she, you know, (laughs) this is what I wrote in my notes. She starts wearing less and going out more, you know, Drake style. Mm. Yeah. Uh, She starts dating other men. She's basically, she's living with John. She's leaving Heather at home with John and going out and partying and like dating other dudes. I'd love to know how that fucking works. It it doesn't. I can be honest. (laughs) I don't think I could pull it off. No, I mean I, I do travel tired. for work. I, I mean, I'm fucking, fucking tired. I'm, girl, I'm you have too much Netflix to watch to I fucking got so much Netflix. Fucking I got guys. books to read. I read two books this week. Yeah, you're busy. Damn, I'm I busy. Have to do. Yeah. So uh, when this starts happening, eventually John gets fed up with the situation and he goes and he lives uh, with his cousin. He moves out. So. John doesn't want to give up on his marriage, though. And so he goes to Evelyn's dad, whose name is Donald. I don't think I said that. But he goes over to Donald's house and he's like, listen, your daughter is out of control. Here's mm-hmm. all the shit that she's doing. And he's like, motherfucker, this is your problem now. This is your yeah. business. Yeah. Um, but he's like, I, I need you to help me save my marriage. Can you talk to her? Like, can you do something to, like, make her stop behaving this way? I'm like, well, maybe you should have known her for longer than, like, two weeks before you got married. But whatever yeah um donald doesn't want anything to do with it he didn't like john anyway so he's kind of like whatever if your relationship falls apart then maybe she can still snag a wealthy guy so like hopefully it falls apart while she's still pretty we didn't we didn't cultivate this this girl to be married to you yeah we didn't breed this pretty girl (laughs) exactly right for you they're like we have one shot we had one kid um, Donald doesn't want anything to do with it. Um, and so, uh, blah, 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 blah. John tells Donald that if he doesn't help him get his wife back, he's going to go to the cops and tell them how Donald has been stealing from his employer for years. Wow. Donald wow. becomes enraged by this yeah. and he threatens to kill his son-in-law. And John takes this threat so seriously that he actually goes and reports it to the police because he's that like concerned about it. So on March 6th, 1946, John Dick disappears. He's gone. The cousin has not seen him. He's probably just, Um, he'll be back soon. He's kicking it. He's just hitchhiking. Yeah. Discovering himself. He ran away from home. Mm -hmm. He was mm -hmm. like, he's trying to explore new options. Sure. He'll be back. Yeah. Don't worry. But okay, here's where shit starts to get crazy. Ten days later, on March 16th, 1946, 
Five school children playing along the side of Hamilton's escarpment, or what the locals call the mountain, stumble across what they think is the body of a headless pig. Mm. Upon closer Don't inspection, like upon closer inspection, they discover that what they have actually found is the torso Ugh. of an adult male. No head, no arms, no <gasps> legs. Literally, just the torso. Yeah, oh. and you can find pictures of these kids, like because they were all over the news, and it's kind of weird because there are pictures of them all together, and they're like little kids, and they're like smiling. What is this stand like, by oh. me shit? So like, I was just gonna say <laughs> stand by me shit but, right like, there. But right? can you imagine just finding a torso? Like what? No, a weird like oh, um, I can't imagine because I mean that's it, I mean it's it's so common like people literally like dismembering bodies right. and stuff. It's true huge what i can't imagine robert durst for instance mm-hmm. i need to get some torso tattoos like, so i can be just recognizable true where i'm like i i don't get how someone's even capable of doing that uh, i don't eat uh, it would take so much i get weird sometimes force. about cutting into chicken absolutely absolutely so i i close my eyes i i just rewatched us again and like i close my eyes anytime there's like stabbing or yes i just i, like I can't yes. i can't even imagine can't. you have to be the only way i think i could ever do it is if my life was in danger, danger. and it was yeah. happening yeah. in the moment i could never plan to no. do something like i don't this. even know if i would be able to do it in that that respect it it wears me out so much like that no, i that, can definitely like, do it in that respect. It, it does to me I too but myself. i think any one of us like, i'm a I think shooter I think I'm, you're I'm gonna, like I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you with a gun but I think from your a distance. Fight response would kick in. <laughs> I'm gonna claw your so fucking eyeballs hard. out. I'm gonna but do I that still, move where even, I push your I eyeballs and charge your that. Mode. That grosses me out so bad. But I bet I would do it if I but had I to. Would do even, it. I bet I would. Even if I did it though, I wouldn't be able to dismantle the body post mortem. Oh, oh no, God, no, 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 no. I would only kill if I had to. <laughs> so the police were called and they immediately start an investigation, obviously, because there's a fucking torso without any <laughs> limbs or yeah. a head connected uh, right. on the side of this hill. Like, obs, a this homicide. Soup's yeah. weird. <laughs> I don't think this was an accident. No. No, no. Didn't accidentally he just fell down and his arms and legs fell off (laughs) 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 so john's john's cousin uh soon came forward and told police that he had not seen john since march 6th and so he must have had some kind of identifying markers on his torso because this poor cousin this this is not what you sign up for as a cousin. Nope. They called his cousin in to identify the body. I'm the legitimately torso, shaking my head. No. And he was able to ver- ver- no. verify like, yes, He's like, that's yes, me. that's my he cousin. He did have a mole above his, you know. He's like, that penis looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, mm. was the penis involved in the torso? These are the questions we need to ask. Well, if you just was remove legs, yeah. Below? Yeah, you I guess cut it off would your have legs. been. Yeah. Yes. Your cock yeah, and your doodles dick. there. <laughs> Cocking doodles. Oh my god! I don't like that. I got all yeah, the words today. Amy is John Dick. I don't like that at all. So there you go. Um, Mr. So Dick he was, still got his dick. He was somehow able to identify uh, that this was his cousin, John Dick, and he explains the issues that John was having in his marriage to Evelyn. And it's not long before police seek Evelyn out. And on March nineteenth, 19th, 19th, well, especially because she's not like been like, hey. My husband's missing. Right. Yeah. But I mean, granted, they were living apart at this oh, that's point. True. And so maybe you could just justify that, you know, rationalize that they weren't living together. Mm-hmm. So 
On March 19th, the day before my birthday, 1946, they call Evelyn in for questioning. And when investigators tell Evelyn uh, that the torso is part of her missing husband, she, and this is like the famous line that you'll see in every article you read about her, because there's actually not a lot about her on the internet, but this comes up every single time. She says, don't look at me. I had nothing to do with it. Which is really weird. That's a weird thing Sir, to nobody say. Asked you. No, no, we're just letting you know we found this torso. But and hey, seems... don't look at me. I didn't do it. Like it's super weird. And that she was makes also want to blame you and very, think that you did it. She was also no. very casual about it. Which, like, if you were told that, even if you didn't like your husband, anyone you knew, even if you didn't like them, if you were like the police came and they were like, "Hey, we found their disembodied like torso." Yeah, my response like, was, don't Jesus look at me. Christ. Yeah, that's intense. Even my yeah. ex-boyfriend, I'd be like, well, don't look at me. I didn't do it. So yeah. you know her, I mean? her first story is that she claims that a well-dressed Italian man came to okay. her house that asking about the whereabouts of John. Yeah, she basically no. is like, the mob came. No. Yeah. And Hashtag blame minorities. Yes. Oh. She, she wrote in her statement that the man told her that John had been seeing the man's wife and that he was going to, quote, fix him. Wrong. And this garnered pretty serious side eye from detectives. They were like, I don't, yeah, wrong. I don't, I don't know about that. It's a no. So they keep investigating and they soon discovered the number of missteps this woman took. They soon discovered that Evelyn had borrowed a large Packard car from a man named Bill Landig. And when she returned to the car, the seat covers were missing and there were blood stains okay. on the front seats of the car Ma'am. and bloodstained clothes in the back. Uh, Do, better. Do better. Do better. At least get rid of the clothes. Make yourself a CYA. And that is stands for cover your ass. Like right. I do it for all my events Same. for work, and it's like okay, always a get CYA. rid of the blood stained clothes, right? Clean the fucking seat be covers. Better. Well, like, I mean, be and here's better. The thing. She clearly, mine. she clearly knew that it was suspicious because she, when she returned the car, she borrowed this fucking car, and when she returned the car, she left a note in the car. Sorry about that the blood. Said, yeah, pretty much that said like. My daughter, Heather, cut herself while she was a passenger in the car. <laughs> okay. And that's where all the blood is from. Right? Okay. Like, it's okay. like, there's like a ton of blood in here. There's bloody clothes in the back. Okay. There's blood all over the front seat. These are men's clothes. Yeah, what the yeah. shit? And so police investigations proved that, because this is 1946, I'm impressed with this, they proved that the blood type was the same as John's. So they couldn't nice. determine, they couldn't match like DNA, but they could say like the blood type was the same. So like, as John's blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when confronted with this Evelyn, evidence, Evelyn told police that a mysterious man had called her. Story number two. A mysterious man had called her and told her that John had made a woman pregnant and okay. that, quote, he was getting what was coming to him. She says the man then demanded that she meet him. So she drives up Fake news. and meets up with this dude who has a large sack with him. This guy, according to Evelyn, tells her that the sack contains, quote, parts of John. And she goes on to say Mm-mm. that she drove this man to a place near where the torso was found so that no. he could dump it off. No. So <laughs> I no. wrote side eye intensifies from police. They asked Evelyn if she was concerned that her husband had been killed, and she replied that she was not happy, but it was, quote, a pretty mean trick to break up a home because he was fucking a married woman and got her pregnant, according to her story. Okay. So 
now this is where the police kind of fucked up because they took Evelyn's statement without her lawyer being present. And when but her, did lawyer she ask for a lawyer finally did arrive, Canadian I guess rules. I don't know what the I don't rules know. Are. I don't know what the rules are. But when her lawyer finally did arrive, he reminded them of this and told police that the statement was inadmissible in court. So the next time she was interviewed, they interviewed her again. She changed her story again. Mm-hmm. Now she says that her friend uh, Bill Bohazuk. And some of his associates had taken John into the mountains and killed him. Okay, and when this makes me want to beat my head again. Right, I know. And when detectives told Evelyn that this statement differs from what Bill had told them, she changes her story again. Jesus. And police search the home. So this, so now police are like, okay, we're going to get a warrant. We're going to search your family home. So the home that her dad lives in. And they find a pipe with bullet holes in it and bloodstained shoes that had belonged to John. They also find guys, Ugh. guys. Why don't you burn that whole, shit? She's yeah, a bad I don't criminal. understand why people are so bad at murder. She's a so very bad, bad criminal. <laughs> yeah. But guys, hold on, hold on to your hats because shit's about to take a turn. Oh Jesus. They also find something they were not looking for. Uh-oh. They find a beige suitcase in the attic. This suitcase is filled with concrete. And in the concrete is the remains of a baby boy. (gasps) No. Peter White, who she says she gave up for adoption. No. She did not give up for adoption. She had the baby, killed the baby, put the baby in concrete in a suitcase and left it in her attic. Yes. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. My God. Can you believe you've never heard this story? Isn't this insane? I... (laughs) No you words. put the baby in concrete. I need like a yes. moment of silence. Yes. Like I for Peter White. Literally cannot. That is a fucking level that I just wasn't. I I'm sorry. Not I know. For. I had to that's, let that take a turn for that's you. That's what I've never understood. It's like if if you end up having the baby, there are just like there's a good you gillion. Had a baby you had it could have been a gillion different like. Avenues that born. you can go to. Baby was born. You could yeah. have done a million different I've things. I've never, never, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever understood that. And you hear those stories even all back the time. in those, that day, mm-hmm. there were a billion different like orphanages and like. And you hear that all the time. I mean, even yeah. recently in the last like 10 years, even there was recently. that woman in Utah who like they found like five babies in her her garage yeah excuse me what yes oh, and like her husband, about this? her husband was no. like i didn't know she was pregnant all those times because she was yeah. kind of like a bigger woman and she would be pregnant she would give birth on her own and then she would kill the babies and leave the the babies in her garage yeah oh. like fucking shoe boxes yeah. oh mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. oh no yes oh no it's awful oh sorry my God. i didn't i didn't prepare you guys for how awful that was about to get oh. <laughs> so um trigger fucking warning <laughs> sorry. that t-dubs sorry Jesus. i needed it to be a surprise yeah so evelyn went on to change her story a few more times before police finally decided to charge evelyn bill bohazuk and evelyn's father donald with the murder of john dick so evelyn's trial starts on october 7th 1946 and it was a media sensation evelyn was only 25 and she was beautiful and on the stand she testified to having slept with over 150 men which in 1946 so in 1946 a woman who is 25 being like i fucked 150 dudes is like a people were like i'm sorry what you might as well have said a million yeah like i'm sorry what um i'm actually i'm like i'm i'm thinking now that's a lot i'm 25 i've not now that i'm thinking about it it's you know 
no judgment or anything like that. I think but it's I'm a lot like, in general, I'm it's like, fine. I, I've I feel like I've slept with a lot of people. I haven't come close to that. One hundred and fifty is a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, yeah. And I, but also, uh, I got no shame for I, her. No, none, not about that. None, Except that no. she was married. That's a little. I well, got but shame for she that. could have had. She probably started her. Or, I mean, she was. Spending a lot of time with a lot of older men from her early teens. my fucking question right fucking now. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. As somebody who got pregnant at 18, the first time I had sex without a condom, Mm -hmm. and I'd had sex before, but the first time, unprotected sex, you only had two babies? I'd had 150 babies. Well, and who who knows if she's actually... Some people are like fertile myrtles, you know? Right. And some people aren't. And like all that. Who knows if she's actually telling the truth here either, like, or if she's just being sensationalist. But she did say that, and it... Already, this case had garnered. It's a fucking disembodied torso. It's a dead infant. It's a beautiful woman. Yeah, you already had the recipe for like a, a sensational story, yeah. and then her saying that. I, you're right. How the fuck did we not hear this? I story? don't and know. They're, they're like the only thing. They're like Canadian. we're Canadians. We're only supposed to care about maple syrup. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. We're supposed <laughs> to be kidding. the nicest people of all. We're time. supposed to be so nice. This is crazy. This is this, bananas. This shit is L.A. shit. Yeah. 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 You they're get like, you get, get your, out of our country yeah. with that shit. Exactly. Um. So they're like, go back to Scotland. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Gillis, who was writing for McLean's magazine at the time, he said it was the golden age of newspapers, and they had a field day uh-huh. with Hamilton's Black Widow trial. Constant front page treatment of the story transfixed readers, drawing hundreds to gather outside the courthouse during the proceedings. Wow! And during this time, there was an after for a while. Which can we talk about how fucked up schoolyard like rhymes are? They're oh, fucked up. Yeah. There was a well-known schoolyard song at this time that went as follows. You cut off his legs. You cut off his arms. You cut off his head. How could you miss Dick? How could you miss his dick? Do you, you know the Lizzie that's Borden like fucking one? Right? Rhyme. That's not like good. I don't yeah. like that. It's a bad that's one, but dumb. also like what, what am I supposed sh- to jump rope to that? Exactly. Like Come give on. me a Miss Mary Mac all day. All you guys day. know the Lizzie Borden one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, my family like worked with with them what? and that my aunt julia like my great aunt julia ended up like living in that house <gasps> what and um my great 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 grandparents worked with the bordens <gasps> oh, i'm sorry yeah we were we were all for from fall river Levels. massachusetts oh so shit. i've got a million different like lizzie borden connections oh i fucking shit. love Wait, that you also have some witch trial shit in your family yeah too, because my family came over to salem mm. and then some went to fall river some went to salem so yeah that's yeah. amazing i Yikes. love that goody sarah putnam i'm looking at Ooh, you i'm looking at you making eyes at Yikes. you yeah so um, after this sensational trial, is, Evelyn is found guilty of murder and her husband uh, of her husband and is sentenced to be hanged on January 7th, 1947. 1947, they're hanging bitches uh, still? Yes. Yeah. In certain parts of the U.S., I think they they're still They're still hanging too. in the 40s. And in fact, I think I heard that you can still request that in some states in the United States. You and can you still request. especially can now, given the fucking drug cocktail situation. Yeah, that shit you, is you can. I, someone someone just requested the electric chair. Anyways. So she's sentenced to be hanged on January seventh, nineteen forty-seven, and the joint trial so they decided that she would be tried on her own. So there's three of them. She's going to be tried on her own while the men will have a joint trial. She's like, 
I have a vagina and I'm soups pretty and sympathetic. Yeah. So y'all go. But that did not <laughs> work. Thing. And she was convicted. So the joint trial of her father, Don McLean, and Bill Bohazuk was delayed for a long time due to legal disputes. And when it finally occurred, Evelyn refused to testify, which greatly damaged the prosecution's case. Bill Bohazuk was found not guilty. But Evelyn's father was found guilty of being an accessory after the fact and was sentenced to five years in prison. Evelyn got a new lawyer and appealed her conviction, which delayed her death sentence. And her second trial began in February of 1947. Her lawyer successfully argued that Evelyn's statements to police were improperly admitted into evidence. And the trial judge did not properly instruct the jury to like disregard that information. Right. So her verdict was overturned. Oh, shit. However, she was found guilty of the manslaughter of her son. And was sentenced to life in prison yeah. for the manslaughter of Peter White. Good. So after serving, she was sent, this is Canada. We need to have a conversation. You're like, Canada, we, we, need, to we talk. need to talk. Because she was sentenced to life in prison, but after serving 11 years, Evelyn was released from prison on parole. After Ooh, 11 mm, years. I, mm. <laughs> And that was in 1958. Yeah. And that was in 1958. So she was 38. Yeah. I mean, she was still fairly young. She's my age. Here's the other thing about Canada. We're we're getting to the other thing about Canada here. What happened to her after that was a mystery because she was given a new identity and she disappeared. So Canada, because she was a notorious criminal. Isn't that what they did with the fucking guy that decapitated someone on the bus? Yes. Uh, Yes. 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 But you know what? That guy, at least that guy was fucking schizophrenic. Like he had actual like mental health problems that could be managed. Right. Like this woman just straight fucking murdered people. And because she was so notorious and got out, on a life sentence after 11 years and then they were like how about we give you a new identity and I read articles where people tried to find her like journalists tried to find her she could not be found so she literally (gasps) for all we know she could be 98 or whatever and still alive right now we don't know because she literally disappeared what if she was my nana turned into a serial (laughs) yeah we are gonna find murder squad murder squad hashtag searching for dick Um, searching for dick It is. <laughs> oh my god! What am I going to title this episode? Either hashtag searching for dick or or Frito feet. They're both good. They're both, good. It's, I, I would not like to be you. So uh, so yeah. I mean, she disappeared. She got a new identity. She completely disappeared. And it should also be said that because of how this went down, Bill Bohuzik was not convicted. Right. The father was convicted as a, an accessory after the fact, and the conviction for Evelyn was overturned. So no one was actually convicted of murdering John Dick. Oh, like, wow. There was no one who was convicted for his murder, and they never found the rest of his body. Wow. Jesus. Y- you're sure it's not in a fucking concrete suitcase it, it probably is somebody right. is there a lake nearby somebody drain that shit and look okay. for a suitcase is there a, a hidden lake in there there is a lake nearby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ontario <laughs> oh dear wow so yeah uh, i don't know how I, I think the only reason why we haven't heard about that is because we're not canadian if you're right. canadian and that's like you grew up hearing about that story if oh, it's an shit. infamous story in canada let us know because i stumbled across that and i was like i'm sorry what 
Yeah, that's what? fucking insane. I think I feel like I've heard glimpses of that before because there's definitely bodies in suitcase listicles that I've stumbled sure. on. Sure, I mean, and, there's like, so many bodies and also in suitcases. Just like parts of a body, like yeah. just a torso. Also, like, what did you do with the rest of the body that you couldn't have done with the torso? You're like, right. It is you have- Lake Ontario. I was just double checking. Yeah, I think there is a Lake Ontario. <laughs> no, it is. It's right. It's literally right. Right by there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there it's you just go. Below Mississauga. Somebody which is just drain below all of Lake Ontario, that yeah. giant ass lake, and tell me how yeah. many bodies are there. <laughs> Probably have so many fun. bodies. But I mean, does doesn't that make you think? Like, they never found the rest of the body. Yeah. So if they had just disposed of the torso wherever they disposed of the legs and the arms and the head. They may never have been caught. They could have just been like, yeah, John Dick ran away. I don't know. Mm, yeah. What the fuck? Why would you leave the torso in Why a public are we place? Why not all on the same headspace of just burn it? <laughs> 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 or just throw it into Lake Ontario. Nobody's draining that I'm thing. Burn it. You yeah. obviously it. know how to use concrete. Concrete. Yeah. Cover also, that why torso is that concrete? concrete suitcase still in your fucking Dude. Because uh, fucking amateur hour chick face left bloody fucking clothes in the backseat of the car. You know what? You know what I have I'm to like, say? I'm like, I love you guys. You borrow my car and there's bloody clothes in the backseat. Going straight I'm to the have cops. questions. I'm going like, to have questions. Ketchup, don't worry. I'm, I'm be like, Even if it's ketchup, like, why the fuck did you get ketchup all over my car? car. You know yeah. what I have to say about that? Have you ever seen that episode of 30 Rock with John Hamm where she's dating him and he's living in the pretty <laughs> bubble? Yes. And like he doesn't understand that he's bad at everything because he's he's pretty. He's pretty. Oh, yeah. So I pretty. feel like maybe that's the downside to being pretty from a very young age is that like no one tells like, you you're like shitty. Nobody everywhere. tells you you can't yeah. turn a car in that has blood all over right. it. Yeah. Because you're like, I no, want. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm pretty. Have you seen me? I'm Although, so if I do borrow your car and you do have clothes in the back seat that have like red all over them, it m- probably is ketchup from like catering and yeah. stuff. Well, me. that's my Just first so assumption, <laughs> and that's what I, I will like, tell the police. I'm like, she's, she's catering, she's a fucking caterer. Cater. Like it's yeah, fucking yeah, clearly it's ketchup. ketchup. Get clearly. the fuck out of here. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> Immediately. Exactly. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. So that story is bananas. Yay! Well wow. done. Thank you. Oh my God. Well, Any? so we know that I've read two books this week. Yes. I also started reaching watching Fleabag in the completely wrong way. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I accidentally I'm so started sad. watching season two. That was weird. I'm so sad. I'm, I'm so gonna, sad I'm gonna, you didn't get that yeah, ruined for you. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come at it correct. So it really is kind of a complete package because there were like three years between season one and season two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know the Brits do it like that sometimes. Yeah. They and the wide <laughs> gaps between series. And it so, just, it makes sense as a complete, complete uh, package. Yeah. And I'm like. going to watch it yeah. for realsies though. Cause like, I want to give it the shot. I do love yeah. the, the breaking the fourth wall thing. I love that shit. <sighs> um, love love I do want to say that Billy Jensen hopefully is listening to this episode because we are all drinkerinos. And I did. Yes. He talks a lot and, about how many children he likes the bachelor and bad dating stories. I'm like, right. bro, bro, bro. Billy, if you're but listening now, I emailed him you. once though, and he never wrote me back. So also, I'm better about it. So, like, why I've are you been... fucking ruining this for us? Sorry. <laughs> also, Billy, answer my fucking email. Yeah, <laughs> Murder Squad. I've been fucking down it. for that, man. Love it. I've been down for that. I didn't know anything about the Jeff Davis eight from no, this me past either. week, and super that was excited. super exciting because I knew all the other ones before, and I was like, eh. Did I immediately text you guys immediately the morning, Monday morning last week when they were doing Israel keys? Yeah. You sure you did. Were, you did. You were soups excited. Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladies. Whoa. 
Israel Keys, you know. I know. I've been hot on this trail because you know, and I've been saying ever since too, I'm like, Murder Squad needs to do this because it's a fucking, yeah. you know. I think that the, it's funny listening to that episode because A, I looked at it, I was like, this is short considering fucking the levels that right. we could go to on Israel Keys. Depths. There's so much. I think they just fucking hate this guy. Like they literally are talking about like this guy is fucking. I think boy, true. They- I think True Crime Garage did uh, a series on back when I listened to True Crime Garage. I think that mm-hmm. they did a series on him too, and it was like a fucking like four part series. Oh, and yeah. that is how it gets where you're just like fuck this person. Yeah, yeah. like All honestly, day. like fuck this person. I've been listening I could, to True Crime I bullshit. Listen to more than like a few minutes of them of the police interviews of oh. Israel Keys. Well, then you will not like True Crime bullshit because they yeah. literally share all of them and I, I can't I'm fascinated by them and here's why he's such a piece of shit man he he's is such a piece of shit that's he's how a, I feel about such. Luca Magnata did you guys uh, ever speak of K- yes. no. did you guys ever <gasps> Luca Magnata that is man, the worst that would be a good crazy in love actually like the Luca worst. Magnata is like the worst person of all fucking time and Ooh. like he's so self self-absorbed oh, that it's so very hard to like it's very hard to watch or listen Even to anything. Even just look at his pictures and you'll be like, go fuck yourself, dude. Yes. You're like, it's I hate the you. worst. Yes. Yeah, you'll... Uh. Um, and he gave himself that name, which you know how I feel about uh. that shit. <laughs> well, should we stand a fan? Absolutely. Sure. So I'm going to stand a fan. Yeah, girl. Yes. We want to give a shout out to Rachel Esquivel. Yes. Yeah. We are so familiar with your posts on Facebook. They're we love fucking it. brilliant. They're so, so familiar that literally it. we were like, did we already do her? Because we see your name all the time, girl. I Thank know. you so much. Yes. I, I mean that in the like an honestly awesome way. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Way. Don't stop. Keep it coming. Yeah. I am so like in love with her because her posts are fucking legit amazing. They're so funny. Um, and they make my day. So I'm standing her this week. So what's up, Rachel? Yes. Thank you so much for being so engaged. Honestly, I have to say, our Facebook group has been super active lately. And yeah, I am no. loving it. Every yeah. time I get on Facebook, it's like there's it's five Reno's new- Jr. If yeah, we're honest, there's right? five <laughs> new posts it. and the memes. I'm living. I'm living. Living for the for memes. The memes. Yeah. Loving it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So honestly, I know we said it last week, but like. Please come be a part of our group. Tell your friends about the podcast. Go visit our website, myworstatepodcast.com. It's a one-stop shop. You can get on our Facebook group. You can get on our Patreon. You can interact with us and send your stories. We fucking love hearing from you guys. It's just... It makes our day like we have this group text going on and we're always like so excited when someone becomes a new patron or joins the Facebook group or, or does an anything email. or we get an oh, email. Man. Exactly. We, we got a handful of emails this week and yes. it was, we loved it. We're, like, oh my God. we're so yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a story that you've been sitting on and you're like, they're probably not going to like this or it doesn't matter. Like we will, we, we will be, be the judge of that. With, first of all. Yes. And yeah. we'll be filled with like so much joy. Yes. <laughs> I just having like gotten an email from you guys. It makes us so happy. So we love it so much. And thank you so much guys. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. This is a glass box media podcast.